Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, the additional uh, podcast that was on the same cartridge as the other podcast. I'm, uh, well, this is the one where we talk about Kingdom Hearts instead of Disney. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Kat, and why are you attacking my foot? That's not nice. Uh, I'm not. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it should be known well, we are both recording with pet heroes. <laughs> Do what? I was going to say, if, to our listeners, if you hear any random giggling in the background, that's Stephen with his new puppy. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we both have pets with us, uh, like, immediately on our persons while we're recording right now. Mine thinks with... he's being fierce and attacking, but he keeps forgetting he no longer has his front murder beans. I'm mostly just trying to keep Artie corralled, because we can't, like, fully trust him yet. That's probably smart. Puppies yeah. are very untrustworthy. <laughs> okay. Right. So we may um... be wrapping this tonight. We we might be. We're pretty close to the end, so it just sort of depends on how how we're looking. We'll still, I guess, go ahead and set the regular timer just to sort of see how we yeah. feel once it gets there. Um, that said, do you remember what happened last time on Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth? I know we have to deal more with the frickin' Boomer Ed Hardy. <laughs> that was oh, my yeah. main takeaway. And the, uh, the yeah, Moon, we, moon we, Heart, which is where Kingdom Hearts... Yeah, Kingdom Hearts is a big heart-shaped moon, apparently. Um, we finally got our face reveal on Diz and the reason for his name, and uh, it turns out he's Amson the Wise, and also the the reason he's called Diz is stupid as shit. Very stupid as shit. It's something a boomer would totally come up with. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we um. So yeah, we officially started uh, the assault eh, invasion eh, of uh, the organization's castle. In the world that never was, the castle be- itself being called the castle that never was, uh, we killed Zigbar and Luxord. Do what? I said, God damn it, Veer. Dropping another spoiler question in the mailbag. All of these German things. Why are you Why are you making me go to Google Translate? We do hear what, he, what, uh, what they made Nero translate when we did the uh, To the Mat or Going to the Mat episode. I, I copied that over to see what it was, but I forget now. <laughs> Poor Nero was so confused. <laughs> Stay here, you pup. Nice. Anyway, uh, let me get back over to my notes. Uh, yeah, the last thing that happened was that Luxord died. Um, before him, Zigbar died. Oh, Kyrie has a Keyblade. Um, we found out that the guy who looks like Ansem that was like clearly being telegraphed as Riku this entire game actually is Riku. Whoa, shocker. Who I have not called a shit bitch this entire game. Exactly. Also, he has a Keyblade now. Uh, basically, it looks like his original, like, Soul Leader Batwing sword thing, but now has a Keyblade instead of just a wing. Auto what? You trying to look sweet, too? <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, picking up there. Uh, da, 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 there we go. I had to scroll down for a second. So, um, now that the little headstone portal thing in uh, the proof of existence that took us to Zigbar is turned off since Zigbar is dead. Although you can still, it's it's inactive, but like obviously they're not just gonna lock off a room from you. So like you can still go in there, and if you leave the world and come back, you'll like you know just find some nobodies basically. Eh. <laughs> um, actually no, it'll just be ga- it'll be specifically a group of those gamblers because that's where the, they were Luxords and that's where he was. Um, the next one goes into a room. Where uh, Syx is, I almost posted this into the ma- er, the picture in the mailbag because of course I did. One second, I always lose the Answer Report channel. Where is that? There it is. Dude, dude, dude. Where is that boy? There we go. Yeah, we walk in. He's just staring up at the moon. Like, hey, moon. 
Hello, Moon Moon. <laughs> um, Sora, Donald, Goofy, Kyrie, and Riku all run into the room. He doesn't even really, like, well, he does turn to look at them, but, like, before, like, fully acknowledging them, he's just like, ah, Roxas, only you could have made it this far. And Zora's like, my name is Sora. And he goes, different name, same fate. And, like, holds up his weapon and, like, twists it and it, like, expands to get bigger. And, like, that's when, that's when the boss fight starts. No, he also does, like, a huge gust of wind for some reason that blasts Riku and Kairi out of the area that's going to be where you fight him. And, like, then a, and then a barrier goes up. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's clearly boss fight time. Um, in one sec. Because the thing, the thing about Saix is, I don't remember if I actually said which, uh, which of the nobodies are his or not, but his are the big ones, the berserkers that have got those giant hammers. <laughs> and you're like, but Saix is always so chill. Why is his called the berserker? Well, we're about to find I, out, aren't we? Yes. Can I find the Ansem Report channel this time? There we go. Post. Because it turns out, um, the joke is that the moon does this to him. I don't know if it's moon slash Kingdom Hearts energy that does this. A thing he does, like, when he's ready to get serious. Like, I think this is supposed to be the what was implied when he told, when um, he was talking to Zemnis and was like, so I can drop this facade. Because basically he goes into a berserk mode where he's just charging around the room and, like, slamming it into anything with... Uh, with his claymore. And what's kind of cool about that is sometimes it'll leave copies of the claymore behind and you can do the same thing to him that you do to the berserker nobodies. So, so like, you can grab his claymore and then just, like, smack him up into the air and be like, bat, 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 bat. But, um, so, Bapping like... in the background like so many cranberries. Do what, what? Said bapping things in the background like so many cranberries. Oh, yes. But yeah, so like that's that's his thing. It turns out he uh he goes sicko mode. I don't know. They treat this like it's like some huge reveal or whatever. But it's like y'all could have had him doing this from the start, and he would have been like busting heads. But you know right? whatever, I guess. Um, and like the thing is, that we also only see it for this one boss fight, so it's not really enough to fully appreciate it. I feel like. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, the fandom has run with it in the years since because like that's kind of the coolest thing that we know about him now. Um. But anyway, after the fight, this dramatic bitch turns away from Sora. Oh, wait a minute. I accidentally just deleted a picture instead of posting it. Hang on. God, I'm dumb. Recover. There we go. There we go. Instead of, like, saying anything to Sora, Riku, Kairi, Donald, and Goofy, the, um, instead of saying anything to any of them, he just, like, turns to Kingdom Hearts and is like, Why? Kingdom Hearts. It looks like fucking okay. Where's my heart? And then he just like poofs. <laughs> yeah, he dies. <laughs> His last words are ignoring all of the people in the room to be like Kingdom Hearts. Where was my heart though? Because like they haven't been super clear on what exactly their goal is, but the basic plan eh, is that they want to get Kingdom Hearts so that something something and we can also get hearts in the process and be complete beings. Something something power. Something, something outside. More or less. I was just watching that Family Guy episode before we started recording. Nah. The Star Wars spoof. Yes. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So, like, and at this point, Sora's starting to get kind of pissed off. He's like, "Why is everybody calling me Roxas?" <laughs> and Riku's like, "Because Sora, he's your nobody." And Sora's like, 
What? But I never turned into a heart. Oh, yeah. I did. For like a minute. <laughs> he remembers that time he was a heartless and hollow bastard <laughs> for all of a minute. And he's like, oh, yeah. I guess I did turn into a heartless. So that's so that's why I have a nobody. And then uh, we get we get a flashback. Uh, I went in the wrong spot. Hang on. There we go. We get a flashback of uh, Riku uh, telling when he fought, or the last time that he fought Roxas, uh, Riku was looking like this. Don't worry about the eye, or don't worry about the blindfold. We'll get an explanation for that here in a little bit. Um, Do you mean actually don't worry about it, or is this your version of don't worry about it? No, actually don't worry about it. We're gonna get get okay. to that in like two minutes. Um, you know we have to have that disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, don't worry about it um okay it, it's it's silly um but yeah no he he was he was fighting roxas and wearing a blindfold and roxas won and he uh he decided that the next time he fought roxas he was gonna make sure he won so hang on let me make sure i'm not skipping anything okay yeah no there is i didn't take a picture of it because this would have just been a screenshot of two dudes standing in front of each other but um during the fight riku does kind of like pause and be like Come on, Sora. I thought you were stronger than that. And then Roxas suddenly, or Roxas gets this confused look on his face, and then suddenly, with Sora's voice, goes, "Get real. Look which one of us is winning." And then he's like, then he gets even more confused looking. He's like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> what? What did you just do to me?" <laughs> um. And then that's when like he like starts fighting Riku a little bit like more all out or whatever I guess. And uh, he he beats Riku, and so Riku's like, "All right." fine if that's what it's gonna take and so he gets up and he takes off the blindfold i didn't take a picture of that because it, it like it does such a close-up that all you see is his hand grasping the blindfold so like you don't even see the rest of his face so it would have just Lame. been a picture of a hand holding a ribbon and it's like we don't need a picture of that that's silly but yeah. <laughs> i can imagine that but um he takes the blindfold off and like explodes to dark and like like just the, the big explosion of darkness boom and then when it's gone nice. and then when it's gone oh shit he's handsome god damn it well like again not literally this is basically him explaining like hey by the way here's why i look like handsome right now um basically he decided that on his own still trying to suppress the darkness he wasn't going to be able to beat roxas and so in order to full or use the darkness to its full strength he had to like fully give himself over to it or something like that like he's mentally he's still him he's not like possessed like he was in the first game or anything but like letting it in may change the way that he looks the the closest explanation i can think of it is that it's kind of like that episode of steven universe where he made himself old by accident like riku accepted well i'm gonna have to rely on ansem's power and so that made him look like ansem basically bitch Meh. rude no I'm gonna no, because he looks like handsome. That automatically makes him shit bitch. Ah, that okay. Made <laughs> it through the whole fucking game. But like, Roxas has time to go. Yo, wait, what? And then like the heartless guardian thing behind him just grabs Roxas and starts squeezing until he passes out. And then yeah. uh, it does a close up on Riku's face, and he's like, "I have accepted it." In Ansem's voice, and it's like, "Oh, oh, buddy, that's sad." <laughs> Womp womp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like, the, the cutscene continues to show, like, uh, Rox is passed out on the ground because, I mean, Riku's not going to keep holding him forever. 
Um, and then Diz coming in and Riku being like, basically Riku was embarrassed that he had to, you know, make himself look like Ansem and keep using it and use Ansem's power. So he like throws the cloak up real quick. Like maybe Diz will think I'm somebody else and won't realize it's me or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, buddy, you really are 16, aren't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Diz comes in to collect him and he's like, Diz, he said that he could feel Sora. Or Diz, he could feel Sora. And Diz is like, oh, he told you how he felt, did he? And what exactly does he say? Hang on. Oh, no, yeah. Diz is basically just like, it doesn't matter. Nobody uh, nobody doesn't even have a heart. They cannot feel anything. I was like, all right, dude, be more of an asshole. Okay. Um, but then, like, the cuts, the flashback ends and Riku's what, basically like, you know, in the end, maybe I didn't even have to go fight Roxas in the first place. I think he left the organization because he wanted to meet you, Sora. And Sora's like, wow, I wish I could have met him too. <sighs> and then, to keep the tone consistent, we get a flash up, or we get a flash on the screen saying, hey, you got Secret Ansem's Report 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, sure, I guess. Um, sure, why not? Yeah. They so they leave. There's nothing else to do in this area now because the guy who was here is dead. So you know. Um, continuing on, they catch up with Ansem the Wise and Mickey, and uh, he's you know still sitting there with that that big ass gun that I forget if I said last time, but it finally occurs to me that that's like a portable version of the uh, the laser that sucks them into space paranoids. Like, it's just a, a version of that that he can take around with him. I don't know why that never occurred to me until we were doing this podcast, but, like, that's when it finally clicks. That, oh, that's what that is. Anyway, um, so Ansem and Mickey are talking, and, like, the machine is starting to rumble, and he's like, oh, well, shit, that isn't, that's probably not good. And Ansem's like, oh, what a fool I am. I still haven't learned a thing. And Mickey's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, the the people of my Twilight Town were uh, were made from data from people's hearts. I thought that I could perfectly predict how they would act, but they surprised me every time. And it's like, yeah, cool, I guess. And he's like, basically, basically saying all of this. I didn't write down the exact wording because I hate him and I don't care. But basically saying all of this to be like, wow, I was really dumb for thinking that I could just encode Kingdom Hearts as data. That's silly. Ah, uh, this is probably not going to end well, Mickey. Um, I don't know how much time we have left. This thing's going to blow up here in like a minute. And then Sora, Donald, Goofy, Kyrie, and Riku show up. And uh, basically, um, like, as the thing is about to explode, uh, <laughs> Ansem's like, Riku, I have to leave everything in your hands for uh, from now on. And, or no, he's like, Riku, Sora, I have to leave everything to you from now on. And Roxas, I doubt you can hear me, but I am so sorry. And it's like, oh, okay, now you're sorry for being such an asshole to him. Thanks, I, I guess. It doesn't matter. And then, like, everyone basically has a shot of them all being like, wait, no, there's probably another way. You don't have to sacrifice yourself or whatever. And he's like, my heart is telling me what to do. Please allow me to do what it says. And it's like, okay, sure, whatever. I don't care. And then this this next part of this cutscene, I keep forgetting actually happened because, like, the way everything's been building so far, you think as soon as he says that, it's going to explode. But no, Zimnish shows up, and we have like 10 fucking minutes of talking. I mean, I'm exaggerating it a little bit, but like a lot more talking than we should have for right now. I didn't write down the dialogue because I don't care, but basically it's just the two of them going back and forth like, you were a fool. Yeah, well, so were you, that kind of stuff. Just the two of them basically being like, man, we're, you're, you're dumb and I'm dumb too. Um, 
Zemnis says that all of this is Ansem's fault, and Ansem's like, you know what, yeah, maybe it is, because I was the, the fool who took you on as an apprentice and didn't see how obviously evil you were, blah blah blah, and now he also says that Zemnis is destined to fail, because the heart is much more than either of them could imagine or even understand, and like, hey. and like, Zemnis dips, I don't know why he was here, this, that whole conversation didn't really have to happen, basically what? it's just, it, it's just another scene for Ansem to be like, hey, here's another thing I feel guilty about. He f Basically, he feels guilty about, like, not doing a better job at keeping uh, Zan his apprentice Xehanort from turning to the darkness and ultimately becoming Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, and Zemnis. But then he also feels guilty to, like, the world at large for all of the destruction that Ansem and Zemnis caused because he feels like that's their fault. Or that's his fault, rather, since he wasn't able to, like, stop them. And it's like, okay, I mean, I got I got all that from, like, your reports. We didn't need this conversation to happen. But finally, the machine explodes. And it looks really neat, to be fair. It's like, it's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, he even says, like, there's some line that he gives, like, you know, this thing is going to go off and anything could happen. Who knows what will happen? That kind of thing. Um, yeah. Apparently, this does actually damage Kingdom Hearts. We'll get some pictures of what that looks like in a minute. It's kind of a bit before they really show us good enough for me to take a screenshot. Um, <coughs> no, Ar <coughs> no, Artie, that's not for you to chew on. <laughs> he, was to chew on he was trying to chew on uh, one, of, uh, one of Mia's baby dolls. No, Artie, not for you. Yeah. Uh, but we do see, like, a quick shot of, like, hearts just raining down on Dark City and, like, all of these dusks just being like, yes! Yes, delicious hearts! Those hearts are not anatomically correct. Eh. And we also see, like, a few other shots of hearts, like, landing in different places around the castle and the city. And basically anywhere that, like, a heart touches, it, like, opens a little, like swirling pool thingy of darkness and a bunch of heartless spawn out of it so it's like that's probably not good um probably not and we see we see the gang lying like dead on the ground in the aftermath uh ever, or they, again. no <laughs> well ansem is gone ansem seemingly has you been destroyed that. by this explosion i'm good. so happy um <laughs> They, but everyone like wait, like dusts themselves off and wakes up and gets up and is like, "Whoa, Riku, you're you're not like you're not tall and handsome looking anymore." And it, Riku's like, "Wait, what?" And he takes off his blindfold again, and we get his a reveal of his face. And <laughs> I don't know the way it lingers on him. It's just one of those like, "Oh my god, he's hot!" moments, I guess. <laughs> or at least it feels <laughs> so like someone the, should be saying that. The Squidward meme. Oh yeah. no, he's hot. Yeah. No puppy. Now he was trying to get to my cords. <laughs> and this is where, like, this is where, like, they all uh, notice. Oh wait, that's probably not good. Kingdom Hearts oh, is looking a little fucky. That's not good. No. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they're like, well, we should probably go check on that. Uh. And <laughs> Riku again, being sixteen, grabs the Organization Thirteen cloak that he's been wearing this entire time. And, like, dramatically, like, throws it away. So we get, like, a reveal of the outfit that he's been wearing underneath it this whole time. And he looks so silly. You may need to zoom in, but yes, you can see his belly button. 
in this outfit because of the stupid double zipper thing he has going on. He looks like a 90s boy band member. He does, is the thing. He does. Um, He's the rejected NSYNC member. But, so like, they're all, everyone's like, yeah, Riku's back. That's so cool. Let's go fight Zimnus now. And to me, for some reason, the funniest fucking thing is like, the camera lingers in this area long enough after everyone leaves for us to get a quick shot of his cloak awkwardly fluttering by in the breeze. And it's like, you didn't have to show that. It's a waste of a perfectly good cloak. Um, but as of now, uh, this is also part of why they like had Mickey awkwardly running away the whole time because they didn't want him to be the teammate that you get for this world because you know who is the teammate you get for this world? Do I want to know? It's Riku. You can swap probably Donald out for Riku. And he's got, like, his own limit that he and Sora can do. It's called um, Eternal Session is, like, the name for it. I don't know why it's called Session. I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's meaning to that somewhere, and I just didn't look it up. It's a, it's a whole thing of them doing, like, a bunch of acrobatic, acrobatic bullshit and, like, summoning a bunch of, like, swords to just slash at people. It's cool to look at, but, like, I didn't take a lot of screenshots. But it does end... With them doing like a back-to-back fist bump that I had to take a picture. Do what? I said that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I like that one I had to take a screenshot because on the video, uh, Nico edited the words fist bump right above their hands. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's (laughs) fun. I love it. Yeah, right. (sighs) So uh, they continue into an area. Oh, uh, also after the thing exploded, we get Secret Ansem's Report 11. So there's that. We only got one left now. Um, uh, we continue into an area. You know, how I told you there are some names for the sections of the castle that never was. This place is called Ruin and Creations Passage. Because, hey. Sure. Um, why not? Why not? Ultimately, like, there's nothing really significant. It's just I, <laughs> I like this room. It's just silly because it, when you walk in, it looks like it's a bunch of separated platforms and you're like oh shit those are really far apart how are we gonna get it get across oh it turns out when i step off this platform an invisible floor suddenly appears so that now i can keep walking is it's just silly it's infinitely silly and the thing is it'll do that no matter what like even if you jump over part of it like that section of floor will still be like well he's technically over us so there we go it's just funny um but also what's going on in here cutscene wise is that there's just a shit ton of heartless coming out of the walls and um the whole group is like well crap i guess we should probably do something about that but before they do um maleficent and pete show up remember they're still here (laughs) um uh and basically they're like you guys or you all go we'll handle this and like so I was like, wait, really? And Pete's like, there's no way we can take all of them. And Maleficent's like, I'll be sending them after Zimnus myself. Or I'll be sending them after Zimnus next. Or something like that. And it's like, okay. I have an important question. Yes. Does Pete still have that goddamn crotch zipper? Yes. Pete will I... not... The only time we will ever see Pete in a different outfit is in um, Birth by Sleep. Since that game takes place ten years in the past. Motherfucker. Meaning he hasn't joined up with Maleficent yet. He never gets a new outfit, so far at least, for the rest of this series. Which you is realize you just wild. implied that Maleficent You realize that you just basically implied that Maleficent gave him the crotch zipper outfit. Yeah, I'm kind of I guess. It's either that she gave it to him 
Or she hired him to work with her, and he was like, well, I better go find something cool to wear. And she, he showed up wearing that, and she was like, oh my fucking god, whatever. And that's what you get for asking Pete, but I mean, goddamn. Uh, yeah, I actually, I like to think it's that second one, and that she's just embarrassed, but also, like, can't be arsed to make him change it. <laughs> you work with what you got. Yeah, basically. All of, my, all of my other allies have been murdered by a small anime boy and a sword. Right. Um, but yeah, so um, Maleficent's like, oh yeah, we're gonna send all of those Heartless after Zimnus. It's gonna be awesome. And Pete like kind of looks at her like, what? And she's like, what? You would rather fight them yourself? And I swear to God, this fucking line, there's no way that this line isn't here for kids because they are not going to appreciate the reference that is being made here. Because Pete dead ass looks at maleficent in her fairy face and says frankly my dear i'd rather run yeah that's gonna go over like every kid's head i'm pretty sure it went over my head no it didn't go over my head as a kid because my grandma or my my nana i never made me watch uh gone with the wind with her but like talked about it so like i at least knew the line that was being referenced cool like, that's one of those lines, though, where it's like, even if people who haven't seen the movie, they could hear that line and know that's gone with the wind. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, why did y'all have him say that? That even just feels weird for Pete. Why did he do that? It, ain't no way that was gone with the wind unless Peg made him watch it. Right. <laughs> God. But then, like, as he's turning around to run away, he notices Mickey on the ground, which, in fairness, especially the way that their character models are designed here, Mickey's only up to, like, his knee. Um, Sometimes, like really, do what? I said it just seems like Mickey's height design is like really inconsistent. Yeah, it's not the most um, consistent. I was trying to think of a different word, so I didn't just say the same thing. But yeah. Um. Anyway, though, <laughs> fucking another weird ass exchange. Uh, Pete's like, "Well, if it ain't the boat boy king," and Pete's like, or Mickey's like, "Time to weigh anchor, Captain Pete," and he's like, "What? You mean like abandoned ship?" You wish, or something like that. I forget what he says after that, but he's like, no way. And, like, he runs up to stand beside Maleficent, and the two of them fucking bow up. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. What, where did, why did the, where did it go? Why it won't let me post in the answer report? Why are you getting Are you having a Oh, shit. That's how I was stepping over him, and he attacked my leg. <laughs> But yeah, like, but yeah, like they're both bowing up and they like charge at the heartless. And Sora's like, "No, wait!" And then uh, Mickey's like, "They're doing what their hearts command. We can't interfere." And Sora's like, "But like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna die." And don't wait. What you're saying? They can't interfere. And I'm like, pretty sure we can. Like we interfered in their schemes, right? But don't worry, we. This is the last we see of them in this game, but they're obviously not gone from the series. As as much as Maleficent thinks that she is the main bad guy in this series, I don't think we're ever going to actually get rid of get rid of her for a while. Nah, it seems too easy. Yeah. <laughs> how fucking hilarious would that be, though? The two of them, like, that's how they go out, just charging at a bunch of heartless that, like, roll over them like a tidal wave. Right? It's totally awesome. No. Computer, not for puppy. But why? I know, right? Uh, and then we go to another area that definitely has a name. It's called the Altar of Not, and that's not as in N A U G H T. Like it's all for not, not N O T. And 
they but they they show up and Zemnis is like basically I guess worshiping Kingdom Hearts. Like he's like, oh my Kingdom, do <laughs> right? He's like, oh my Kingdom Hearts ruined. And he basically like goes on this whole speech about, oh man, this sucks. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, just hold on a little bit longer. I I'll get you some more hearts. Don't you worry, baby. And it's like, ah. and then like he notices the, the entire gang behind him, and he's like, hey, Keyblade wielders of the light, why do you hate or why do you fear darkness? Or no, he says, why do you hate the darkness? And Mickey's like, we don't hate the darkness. It's just sort of scary. But like Mickey does go on to say that like you know dark uh, darkness makes or everything everything in the world is made up of both light and darkness, which means that darkness makes up half of everything. So it's not that we're scared; it's not that we hate it. And then Riku like kind of interrupts and says it's what lurks inside the darkness that they don't like. But the implication being people like him, bad guys. <laughs> and then Zimnus is like. And then Zimnus asks uh, why they hate people like him who were turned away by both light and darkness and they have to exist in nothingness and were never even given a choice. And Riku again is like, it's because you mess up the worlds. <laughs> and Zimnus like tries to act like he's hurt and he's like, oh, like, I, I don't remember what he said. It doesn't matter. But like, he tries to act like he's all offended. And Sora's like, like fucking Sora butts in and is like, no, er, don't act like you're hurt. Nobody's don't have feelings or something like that. And he's like, you know what? Fair. So instead, boss fight time. Because why not? Yeah, we are officially in the final boss section now, Ooh. I guess. Um, well, this is this is part one. A very um, spoiler alert: we're gonna fight Zimnus a bunch of times, just like we fought Ansem a bunch of times in the first game. Um, this this time he makes like a illusion wibbly wobbly version of uh, memory skyscraper you know, remember out in the city uh this one i think is called memory's contortion if i remember right i didn't write it down but i'm pretty sure that's what it's called um it's just him and sora this fight honestly isn't super hard because it's the first part of the fighting of him um he's he's pulling out moves like he had in his secret boss fight back in uh kingdom hearts one it's a whole bunch of stuff uh <laughs> the important thing is though after you beat him the darkness just like spits Sora out on the ground. <laughs> like if you Rude. if you if you pause quick enough, you can see Sora's shadow just splayed out for like a second before he actually slams onto the ground. <laughs> nice. And because everyone's like turned away and looking around, like Sora, where did you go? And then he like slams down. And it's like, oh, there you are. And like having already, I guess, um, gotten over that. Er, Hang on. Yeah, okay. I was starting to get ahead of myself a little bit. Uh, having already gotten uh, gotten past all that, Ansem is again just floating up above or up at Kingdom Hearts and being like, yo, give it just a little bit more time. What does he say? I didn't write down the actual words because it's a I lot. It looks like it's about to go supernova. I mean, yeah, kind of. Um, basically, he, he goes on this whole speech about like Keyblade wielders. I need... Like, one more big dose of hearts. I need you to go collect more hearts for me to complete Kingdom Hearts. And then he's like, Kingdom Hearts, please lend me your power to defeat them or something like that. <laughs> and Sora's like, Zimnus! And Mickey's like, don't! And then Donald, of all people, is like, don't do it! And it's like, I, this feels like a weird third. Like, you would think it'd be Sora, Mickey, Riku, or like, Sora, Mickey, Kairi. 
It just feels weird for it to be Sora, Mickey, Donald. But that's the third person that chimes in. I don't fucking know. Um, Who knows? <sighs> Let's be honest. But, uh, like, Ansem says some shit about how, like, he's not afraid because, like, uh, hearts are the source of all power. And there's a big flash of light, and then he's gone. Like, oh, all right, I guess. Sure. Um, we we get Secret, Har- uh, Secret Ansem Report 13. And in the place where Ansem was, there's a... Or not Ansem. The place where Zimnus was, there's a big honking door. Truly, that doesn't mean anything. No, of course not. Why would it? And, um... Not at all. Like, all, the kids, by which I mean, you know, Sora, Riku, and Kairi, are all just like, wait, what? And Mickey's like, Kingdom Hearts! The world's gave us this door. Because they want us to protect them, or something like that. I forget exactly what he says. But, like, okay, sure. So, the world's collectively made this door... So that they can all, so that they can go after Zimnus into Kingdom Hearts to kick his ass, I guess. Because why not? But also, we get the last um, secret answer report, so that's fun. Um, technically, this is the final save point of the game, but you can also leave and do some other shenanigans. If you do leave, there's a new tournament available in Olympus Coliseum. It's called the Goddess of Fate Cup. Uh, Nico did it because, of course, he did. Um, <laughs> This one has no special rules, uh, but, like, some of the stages will have rules. So, like, it's ten rounds, and, like, round eight will be like, oh, you've got points that you've got to deal with for this round. Round seven is like, ah, the whole area is cloaked in darkness, that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, uh, you, you beat it, you get this trophy with all of the goddesses of fate, like, on it. Looks kind of weird, to be honest, but, you know, whatever. What uh, is he doing? He, yeah, he's kind of like, it's supposed to be like he's jumping up and going, like, yeah! But, like, there's no point in there that you can pause and him and have him look normal. So... Hey, that's one of the Hercules fates. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The, the, the one who's called indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you get a new keyblade, it's called Fatal Crest. Um, Ooh. <sighs> I mean... It's pretty cool, but it's like with the end of that, the way it's shaped, it looks like you'd basically have to whack somebody over the head with it rather than like stab them or slash them. There's that. It also kind of looks like a novelty bottle opener. That would make a pretty sick bottle opener, though. Fair. Um, basically, the ability that this has, why did I forget the name of it? Doesn't matter. Um, is all of your combos, it deactivates the combo finisher um, while you're in MP re- or magic recharge. So, like, if you use up all your magic and it's like, charging back up basically you can just keep on attacking infinitely so where uh, where that really comes in handy is on some of the um mushroom 13 guys um you can like go into wisdom form cast like cure or something to immediately use up all your magic and then just like keep like shooting almost infinitely for the entire time so i mean aside from that like it's got some uses but like i never did much with it aside from trying to do that Anyway, though, um, <laughs> Nico also uh, did some grinding, going around like finding chests that he hadn't gotten yet, stuff like that. Uh, in the process, finally got everything he needed to make the ultimate weapon, which looks like this in this game. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> beating the Goddess of Fate Cup and all of the other tournaments um, unlocks the Paradox Cups <sighs> that you can do. Where um, instead of talking to Pain and Panic for like any of the Underdrome Cups, you got to go talk to Hades. None of them actually have prizes of their own. They're just the original tournament, tournament but harder. 
Um, but once you beat all of the Paradox Cups, you get the Hades Paradox Cup. And instead of being like 10 rounds, like ev literally every other tournament in this game, this one's 50, like the Hades Cup from the first game. And just like that one, like every 10 rounds or so, you got a big boss fight where it's like, oh, this time you're fighting Tifa and Yuffie. This time you're fighting Cloud and Tifa. This time you're fighting Cloud and Leon, so on and so forth. Um, fucking, I did write down what a couple of them were. Uh, round 30 is Hades for some reason. Sure. Um, round 49 is Tifa, Cloud, Yuffie, and Leon. All four of them. Holy shit. And you're, yeah, and you're fighting them as... You're going through it as just Sora. Like, there's no set uh, set rules for the Hades Cup, but it's like each set of ten will be like, okay, we're doing the rules from this tournament, or from this cup, or whatever. And so the rule set that it's using when you get to fight Tifa, Cloud, Yuffie, and Leon is that Sora is fighting by himself. And it's like, fuck, guys. Okay. Uh, and then... Um, the uh, the final round is Hades again, uh, but basically like his his boss fight from the story mode. So like he'll turn invincible um, sometimes or whatever. And you've got Hercules fighting alongside you, making those little aura balls that you smack into him. Anyway, doesn't matter. The thing that pisses me off is since this is not a redo of one of the other cups, I figured maybe there's a prize on this one. I've never done it, so I didn't remember. I was watching the video to see if it would. No, the only prize that you get from it is the fucking trophy. That's all you get. And a cutscene. <laughs> Do what? Is it seriously? Yes. And a cutscene of Hades, like, watching uh, Sordon and Goofy celebrate, obviously mad, and then Pegasus, like, from behind, kicks him off of his, out of his office, or whatever, and, like, you just kind of vaguely see him go flying. <laughs> Whatevs. Uh, but then, like, you get a shot of everybody celebrating, and it's like, yeah, way to, way to go, us. We've we done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that is the shenanigans for the rest of the game. There will be some post-game shenanigans also, but now we can actually work on <laughs> trying to finish the story real quick. Um, so you go back to the Altar of Knot, which I still get, can't get over the fucking name for. Holy shit, that's a name. Um, and the way that they open this big ass door is Sora, Mickey, and Riku all put their keyblades together and then raise them up in the air and a beam of light shoots not, not at the door. It would make sense to me if they were each shooting a beam at the door to unlock it like you do with the keyholes. They just shoot the beams like straight up and then the door opens. Sure. Why not? <sighs> oh, well, puppy fell asleep. Oh, they got him. Nope, Otto's not asleep. He's just laying there. Hi, Otto. <laughs> Where did yours go? He's being quiet. He's laying over by the table. Hi, baby. <laughs> oh, I think he's getting ready to have nighttime zoomies. When I walked over to pet him, he got up into the little... Per I think he actually, he's mad at me for almost tipping over him earlier. <laughs> One more, baby. Okay, first off, it was your fault. Come here, baby. Come <laughs> oh, uh. here. So anyway, you want to know what we see as soon as we walk into or walk through the door? Even he ran away from me and hid under the bed. He doesn't want to see it. He's not ready. With my heart. Oh. Uh, anyway, what what do we see? <laughs> a lot. We see a lot. <laughs> let let me know when you've when you've you, you've taken it all in. Oh, it. Oh my. Yeah. Exactly. 
it's it's like we're we're in a section of the city, I guess, and there's a big ass robot dragon um <laughs> off in the distance. And the camera fucking zooms up to show like Zimnus standing on top of the big robot dragon. And he's like, so it seems your hearts have led you to obliteration. Perhaps it doesn't pay to be too loyal to one's heart. I will have to be sure and remember that. Like, do what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then he throws a building at them. He throws a what? He throws a building at them. He starts throwing skyscrapers at the group. Because sure. And um, like Sora is able to yeah right Sora is able to react and like cut it in half but in the process um somehow that results in uh Mickey and Kyrie getting stuck on the other side of the door as it closes so that only Sora Donald Goofy and Riku are on the inside of it so basically the, the Sora the main character and the three that he's able to have in his party right now mm-hmm. uh would have been so cool if you could have also had Kyrie as an optional party member so that like you can swap or do like all three of them and swap out both uh Donald and Goofy. But nah, whatever. 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 You can't have nice things, Steven. Evidently not. Um where was it? So yeah, you gotta you gotta run through the section of city and I say fight your way to the robot. Um there aren't really a lot of nobodies. I think there are some that pop up. Mostly what it is is Zenus throwing buildings at you. And you using reaction commands to cut them in half and keep going. Because, sure, that's what we're doing now, I guess. Um, and then, uh, I didn't take pictures of this because there's a lot of moving around. So, like, you wouldn't have really been able to see enough of it. But once you get up to the big robot dragon, there's a thing where, like, one of the engines is over here. And the other engine is over here. And there's, like, a bridge or whatever. Connect- or, like, a walkway, a catwalk or whatever between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you got to do is while you're in front of one engine, little nobody spaceships will start popping up and you got to like attack those and knock them into the engine until it's about to fire. And then you got to like dodge and jump over to the other side and do the same thing and repeat that process once or twice. And so like basically you doing that destroys the engines on it because, you know, because it's a big robot. So you got to destroy its engines, I, I guess. Of course. Uh, and then I don't really... I'm, always blink and miss the transition or there just isn't a transition either way somehow you end up vaguely inside somewhere i guess i don't know because the next thing is it says for you to fight the energy core and the the thing that it designates as the energy core is like a metal cylinder kind of like a pit like piston kind of because like it'll kind of bounce up and bounce down in its sort of housing or whatever that just has the nobody symbol on it. And I'm like, I don't think that's what an energy core would look like. But also, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, point, the point is you fight it, I guess. Um, you attack it and like nobodies will pop up and try to attack you. So that you actually have something to worry about while you're here. Except for just hitting the thing. But then, but then after that, you go on top, oh, of, its he- on top of its head. And Zimnus... Is wearing a big ass suit of armor, <laughs> and the thing is, when when you fight him like this, he never gets up. So I genuinely am not sure if he's able to get up. Probably too heavy. That would be kind of funny though. Like if they don't, if they tell the boss to like come down and face us, and he's like, I, I can't. I literally cannot stand up. Yeah, like the the joke is that he's like welded himself to it, and like I kind of wonder if that's true. 
Or did he do that by accident and that's his story? Was that he intentionally rolled himself to it? I know, right? Um, but yeah, so you gotta fight him here. He's got that big-ass sword, but, like, also... Uh, he can, like, summon the attacks of the other Organization 13 members. So, like, sometimes he'll gesture with his hand and, like, Zaldin's spears will show up and stab at you and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure there are sections where it'll make the little water dancers if the fight goes on long enough that uh, the Dimmicks had. Ah, hang on a sec. There we go. My headset fell. Anyway, um... <laughs> Um, so it, you you do all of that. This fight actually didn't last very long because Nico had accidentally gotten himself overleveled when he was going around and getting all the extra chests and stuff like that. So he beat this version of Zimnus pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but you're you're back on just the altar of Nought afterward, and like Zimnus is like clutching his chest and he's doubled over and like what is it? He says, "I need more hearts. I need more rage." No, I, I need more rage. I need more hearts. And Sora's like, basically all the good guys are like, Do you, is that all you think hearts are? And Sora's like, Sora's like hearts are, are basically, tripped over my words. Damn. Sora tells him that hearts are full of all kinds of emotions, not just rage and hate. And he's like, don't you remember that? And Zimnus is like, unfortunately, I don't. And he dies. Definitely for real. See how real that is? See? See how totally dead he is? He faded away and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, anyway. So he he's definitely dead and gone. Uh, and uh, everyone is like, oh, cool, I guess we can go. And Mickey's like, you did great, everybody. And But Riku's off, to the, off by himself, looking off into the distance. And Sora's like, hey, Riku, what's wrong? And Riku's like, I fell to the darkness. How can I go home and face everyone? And Sora... Sora, being 15, makes a face and goes like this. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, Why puppy. Steven? I laughed and it woke Why? and it woke Arda choke up. Why is Sora making a blow-up doll face? <laughs> okay, that's unintentional. That part, I mean, he's making a face. The blow-up doll part, I'm pretty sure is unintentional. Um, uh-huh. And basically, he's just trying to make a silly face to cheer Riku up. And you know what? It works. Riku laughs. Ha 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 ha. His hand is the size of his entire face. There's also that. He has very large hands. That's a medical condition right there. That's not just having big hands. That's a freaking medical condition. Luckily, he gets treatment. Because I'm pretty sure his hands aren't proportionately that big in uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. So it looks like he got treatment proportionate to the graphics quality. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, uh, but oh no, the whole castle starts to, like, shake, and mi either Mickey or Riku, somebody points out, oh shit, this thing's about to collapse, and they're like, well crap, how do we get out, or how do we get out of here, and Riku's like, don't worry, I got this, and he holds out his hand to try and open a portal, but he can't do it, and he's like, what, and Mickey's like, you don't belong in the dark realm, and you don't belong to the in the darkness anymore, Riku, and, like, but that's all the explanation we get, but basically, what you're supposed to gather from this and the fact that he's back in his like regular form or whatever is that the anything that could happen when Ansem's stupid heart Kingdom Hearts downloader laser exploded, he said anything could happen. The only thing that that was is that it purged all of the remaining darkness out of Riku, so that basically now he's like back to default his factory settings, I guess. 
the point being, he can't rely on Ansem's dark powers to open a portal anymore. So whatever. Uh, and they're like, he's like, oh, well, that's cool, I guess. Um, can sort of use it right now, though. Uh, but then um, we see Namine's ghost off to the side, and she opens a portal, and it, everything's fine. And uh, only Sora and Kairi see, seem to see her, because Nikki and Dalman and Goofy are like, yo, where did this portal come from? I don't know. Let's not question it and just go inside. Actually, no, they're still like, wait, that's weird. But then Pluto, I don't know where Pluto's been this whole time, but Pluto runs up and like kind of barks and runs around a little bit and then goes into the portal and they're like, well, I guess that means it's trustworthy, which normally I would just say dog being dog, but Pluto seems to have like a, seems to be really good at like reading people and telling when something's bad. So, you know, if he says it's okay, I'm going to trust him. Um, but yeah, um, we get we get a scene first though with um Sora and Kyrie talking to the ghost of or to Mamine's ghost and uh Kyrie thanks her and hang on. I felt like I had to sneeze for a second. Um and Mamine like turns to Sora and she's like, See, we really did meet again, just like I promised. Or just like we promised. And then Roxas's ghost like steps out of Sora and he's like, Yeah, but you said that uh you said that uh I wouldn't remember you, but I did, I knew you. And he's like, I think I figured it out. You see me... Or no, hang on. He says, I think I understand. I see myself the way you remember me. And you see yourself the way I remember you. Which is a whole lot of words. For something. Those <laughs> sure are words. Basically, I, it's the wording is awkward. I kind of wonder if that's maybe a problem of the translation. I'm not sure. But um, basically what he's getting at is the two of them are kind of able to manifest themselves. Because... Sora and Kyrie are together, and you know, Roxas has gone back to being part of Sora, and Nominee's gone back to being part of Kyrie. And so, while there's not enough of the two of them to be whole independently on their own, like each of them existing in the other and sort of remembering the other person is enough for them to kind of manifest like this and talk to each other right now or something like that. I don't know. That's what I'm going with. That seems to be what people go with, at least. Um, sure. But, uh,. Yeah. He um he also he and Nominee also reflect on how like you know nobody's normally will just fade into the darkness, which um, Nominee kind of assumed would happen to them, but it turns out that's not what happened because they both got to meet their original selves, and so they're basically like so we'll get uh, so we'll get to be together as long as you two are together, and Sora this whole time is just like what huh what's going on, and <laughs> Kyrie's like know what's going on. Yeah, basically. The boy is sweet, but he's also dumb. But Kyrie's like, we'll be together every day, won't we, Sora? And Sora's like, huh? Sure. Yes. Um, sure. But then um, it's time to say goodbye. And uh, Nominee and Kyrie shake hands. Oh, wait, actually, I, took, I, I did get screenshots of this. Hang on. Did I post the last one with all four of them? Okay, I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to see the confusion on Sora's face here in a second. Because, and I just I feel so bad. He, had, he doesn't know what's happening. He's been gone. Um, but yes, uh, Kyrie and Nominee shake hands and Nominee like flashes and like basically this is when like they full, fully merge back together, I guess. Um, and Sora's looking around all confused like what's going on? And then Roxas like jokingly smacks him and is like, look sharp. And Sora's like, huh? And then like basically the same thing. They stand facing each other and then Roxas like flashes and then the glow transfers over to Sora so like he's fully gone back to being part of Sora I guess 
And Zora's just like, what What just happened? And, like, he doesn't say that out loud, but, like, the look on his face. And Riku walks Same up and he's Zora. like... Same. I know, right? Um, Riku walks up and he's like, don't worry, you're all still you. And it's like, I guess? What? <laughs> um, but anyway, so that whole scene happens. Um, and Kairi goes to... At this point, it's just Zora, Riku, and Kairi left standing on the altar of not platform castle area thing so Kyrie goes into the portal because like you, they're right behind me like all right guys let's go <sighs> but then the portal closes um it's actually not super clear if just the portal shuts on its own or if it's because this place has gotten too unstable and starts shaking too much because like right as it closes the castle starts to collapse so i'm not really quite sure which one it was but the point is that now it's just sora and riku and oh boy they look off in the distance and uh the dragon's back because because of course it is sure. look at it look at it look at him he's a big big robot dragon him's a big boy yes and so they're literally falling off of a collapsing castle right now don't know what they're gonna do luckily they see this fucking thing off to the side i have looked around and tried to find a name for this little nobody speeder thing I cannot, for the life of me, find what this is officially called. I always just call it then the little nobody speeder thing. It looks kind of like one of the ships from Star Wars. A little bit, yeah. But um, I don't know. Um, basically, uh, the way the way it's positioned is Riku sits on the main part, kind of like a bike, like the speeder bikes in Star Wars, like you said. And then the little like sidecar area, Sora has to stand on that to it, like to be able to fight, like. Nobody ships off? Eh? I don't really know. Um, but so there's there's a whole sequence of you like chasing after the dragon and shooting little lasers at it, and you've got a shield that can like absorb the energy of enemy attacks to charge up a big old laser. Uh, and you do that to uh, blast off what those things in the back that look like they might be new engines, or maybe they were just where the engines had been attached before. Uh, then you fight the wings and destroy the wings. And that causes the dragon to collapse. And it's at this point that, like, you gotta remember, we're also still technically doing all of this over Dark City, I guess. Because I'm pretty sure that's what all these buildings in the background are. I would assume so. Yeah. So, like, that really sucks for anyone just going about their day and then, oh, your office building got thrown at a couple of teenagers. Are you um, good? Yeah, I need a drink. Um... So yeah, so there's that. Um, <laughs> God, deep seas que uh, question. Okay, anyway, um, uh, now you have to. They like land on top of the dragon again because you're you gotta fight armors in this again. Um, and Sora is basically like, "Hey, Riku, I couldn't. I I know, or I'm supposed to thank Nominee, but I couldn't. Not yet. I wanted to wait until everything is back the way that it's supposed to be, or something like that. I forget his exact wording." And Riku's like, well, don't worry, we'll take care, all, uh, take care of all of this and go home, and then you can thank her all you want. Which is a weird wording, but, like, I get what you're going we'll for. We'll roll with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the difference between this and the last time that you fought Armor Simnus is that, like, somebody added ragdoll physics to Sora and Riku. Because it's not no. like his, I mean, his attacks hurt you more because obviously you're further, or you're on a different stage of the boss fight, so, you know, now that, now he's harder. But, like, also, they just, his attacks just send you fucking flying off of the dragon, and then you have to, like, 
glide back over. Like, not even get on the speeder bike thingy again. Like, you'll just fly Peter Pan style back to him. Sure, why not? Meanwhile, he's still, like, throwing um, buildings at you and shit. Because, again, sure, why not? <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, you do all of that. I'm pretty sure during, er, again, this fight, the actual fight itself is over pretty is over pretty quickly once you actually get to Zimnus and manage to not get launched off, launched off immediately. Um, but I'm pretty sure during this part, he can also still use the attacks from the other organization members. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, no apologies. <laughs> meh. Um, you, you beat, you finally beat that, and there's a flash of light to act as the transition to this next part. Somewhere during the half of a second that all of that took, um, Zimnus went to a, a closet and got himself a new coat, because that's what he looks like now. People jokingly that's refer to this as the zebra coat, because, like... That's an ass-ugly coat. Do what? That's an ass-ugly coat. Oh, I thought you said that's an ass-hugging coat. It probably is, too. I mean, look at that cut. It probably is, but it's also ugly. Uh, not wrong. People uh, jokingly refer to this as the zebra jacket because, like, I mean, look at it. <laughs> so, you know what it reminds me of, though? What? You know how, like, you know those douchey, like, frat bro kind of guys that get the tribal tattoos all over yes! their arms? Yeah, I couldn't, I didn't get a, a full, like, a full body shot, just the, that, like, sort of close-up, but yeah. That's exactly what it does, is like that sort of, like, tribal tattoo wiring or whatever. He also is able to, like, shoot vines at you during this stage of the fight that look like that. And it's like, I don't know who I decided... Frat bro. Frat bro! frat bro! Did I lose you? Nope, sorry, I was typing something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, though, um, this stage of the fight gets fucking wild, because, like, th this is the final stage of fighting Zimnus. I do like that um, the last stage isn't... I mean, you still had him go all huge and whatnot and attach himself to a vehicle like Ansem Seeker of Darkness did in the first game, but the final stage is just, you know, you on him. Except not quite you on him because he's able to, like, summon clones of himself. Like, they never stick around for long, but basically to attack you from another angle or grab you so that he can hit you, that kind of stuff. Uh, so he's got clones. He's got lasers. He's got those weird bind things I told you about that'll just shoot around everywhere, and you've got to use um, reversal to like skate around them and get over to him so that you can hit him. Um, he's got this sequence where he'll he'll start zapping Sora with a ball of energy, and you actually play as Riku for a minute and have to like fight your way back over to Sora so that you can rescue him and keep going. Uh, <laughs> he's got his like so, uh, sort of finisher quote-unquote, in this form, I say form, is, okay, uh, I forget if you've seen or not in any of the videos, but you know what his weapon is, right? Uh, remind me. He, basically, he'll hold his hand out, and, like, extending forward from his palm will be, like, a red laser blade, like, everyone jokes that he's got lightsabers, because, I mean, basically, just that they're yeah. hovering in front of him instead of him holding them, which is, just feels like it would be awkward, but, you know, whatever. Um, and what do we know? It's not our weapon. I know, right? And maybe they're maybe he's fine with it. Um, <clears throat> he makes like a dome of those around Sora and Riku, and they all just start like blasting inward at again at Sora and Riku, 
And what you got to do if either one of them dies during this, that counts as a loss. So you're pre you have to press triangle to make Riku block and X to make Sora block. And literally these things are coming so fast that you're having to go like bam, 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 bam. Just constantly pressing both buttons. And it's so wild to try to watch. Like, whenever you watch that video, try to pay attention. Or, like, I can also try to find a GIF of it later on to send you. Because it kind of just looks like they're breakdancing and also swinging their Keyblades around at the same time to block all of these stupid things. It's ridiculous. It's really yeah. busy, also. Um, but the final sequence of this fight, which happens as a cutscene is basically coming out of that big laser dome. Riku gets his shit rocked. Hang on. There we go. Zimnus like, hits him more or less at, like, waist level, right in oh, the shit. spine with his lasers, or with his, like, his lightsaber thing. Don't worry. I'm sure he'll be fine. It's probably just a flesh wound. This is anime. <laughs> um, Here's a flesh wound. Uh, but then this next sequence, again, stuff was moving so quickly, I couldn't really take pictures, so, like, definitely watch when you get to it in the video fucking riku is basically like okay i can't walk anymore so he hands sora his keyblade so that sora dual wields for like this last bit of the fight and sora just goes off and like charges at zimnus and is fucking wailing on him with both keyblades and like it ends with him doing like this cross chop like uh, right oh, into nice. like right into zimnus's back hang on a sec that i did get a picture of nice yeah, like, and the the fucking hilarious part, though, is the cutscene will end after that, and so that doesn't actually kill him, Zimnus is still just, like, floating there in the air with, like, one HP, so you actually have to run up and hit him. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, it's silly. Because, like, immediately after, it picks up the cutscene with Sora landing next to Riku from having done that whole big thing, and he'll, like, hold uh, Riku's Keyblade kind of out behind and hold his own keyblade out in front, like, pointing towards him this, and <clears throat> Riku, like, reaches his hand up and, like, grabs Sora's hand, so it's like both of them are holding Sora's keyblade together, or whatever. And it makes this big honking laser that shoots out from them. Like, the, it does that thing where it charges up by, like, having a circle form in the air, and then the laser fires out of the middle of the circle. Let me see. Okay, yeah, I did also get a shot from... The other side of it, like, slamming into Zemnis. And so this is... That's finally what kills him. Because of fucking course it does. Um, of course it does. Like, we we get a close-up of him starting to dissipate. We get... Not, not into Okay, that that's channel. kind of a cool-looking shot. It is, to be fair. This one is a little bit less cool. But... <laughs> um, nah. And then this one Unless is... Unless you see more of that god-awful coat. That's true. And then this last shot is kind of just a mess, but it's like, hey, him dead. Um, <sighs> immediately after, immediately after he like fades away, a just a fuck ton of dusts show up. Like, remember in the scene when Axel like sacrificed himself, and there were all of those dusts around. Multiply that by like a hundred. <sighs> And it's not super clear exactly what happens here, but there's a big flash, and they're all gone, and then Riku, like, collapses on the ground. So I guess he's supposed to have done something similar to what uh, Axel did, I guess. I don't really know, but whatever. Um, Sora, like, yeah, Sora, like, picks Riku up and is, like, supporting him with, like, Riku's arm kind of slung over his shoulder, and, like, Sora 
like he's got his, he's got his hand positioned at his hip basically but it really like when it shows him from behind really looks like he's trying to grab Riku's ass um because like a uh, sort of glow is off in the distance and they you know walk so like Sora helps Riku so that they can walk toward it together basically <sighs> um that that glow dissipates as they walk through it basically he's another past it or whatever and they are at that beach area in the realm of darkness i think i told you it was called the dark margin i'll show you a picture of it here in just a second also um and riku's like hey sora i'm good you can let go of me i can walk and sora's like okay cool and so he he does he lets go of riku and riku's standing still for a second and sora walks up to the water <laughs> I mean, it's just immediately you hear the sound of a body collapsing into the sand behind him, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> because, no, it turns out he's not fine. Um, oh, but uh, before that, as they were walking, um, hang on. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, I forgot to mention, but, like, as they were walking out of the weird little area where they fought Zimnus, that little pocket dimension, uh, uh-huh. Riku is just randomly reflecting. He's like, you know... When we were kids, I used I always used to think that I was better at stuff than you. And Sora's like, Aaron, and Sora's like, huh? And he's like, are you mad? And Sora's like, no, I kind of always thought you were better at everything too. <laughs> Fair. Um. And but and also and Riku, I forget exactly what it is that Riku says, but it's something to the effect of I don't think I can make it or something like that. Because this is when uh, Sora like picks him up and starts uh, helping him walk, and he's like. Man, you've been spending way too much time in the darkness. You got to think positive. <laughs> uh, but I say all, I back up and say all of that to say that when Sora walks up to the water, he's like, you know, maybe the darkness is starting to get to me too. And that's when he hears Riku collapse and he turns around and he's like, what? <laughs> Riku? <laughs> Basically. Um, <clears throat> but he, he gets Riku and like helps him up to the water. And he's like, Riku's like, uh, says that this world is perfect for him and that maybe he should just fade into the darkness. And Sora, like, gets this, like, kind of concerned look on his face for a minute, but doesn't, like, you know, really ask or anything. But uh, basically, Riku goes on to say, if the world is made up of both light and darkness, we'll stay here and we can be the darkness. We being the two of them together. Um, and Sora's like, you know what? That sounds like a plan. The the realm of light, uh, yeah, uh, the other side, it's safe now. Riku, or Kairi, the king, Donald and Goofy are there. So, yeah, you and me, we'll stay here and we'll be the darkness. And it's like, okay, aw, I guess. Um, and it kind of zooms out on the two of them just sitting on the beach. And Riku's <laughs> like, well, at least the waves sound the same. The, the same being as in, you know, because we grew up on the beach, so it reminds me of home, kind of. I mean, that, that would be a cool beach to chill out on, though, at night. Yeah, no, this looks like it would be peaceful as heck if it weren't for the fact that being here over time slowly erodes away your heart and makes you fall to darkness. Um, aside from that. But though, I mean, do we really need that though? Eh, debatable. Um, like, go on, go for, go on the beach, take Julie and the kids. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the camera like pans out and then like immediately comes back in. It could have just zoomed in, but like, no, it pans out and then comes right back to like their faces for the conversation. And, um, basically Riku's like, hey, you know that thing I said before about always thinking I was better than you? Actually, I was just jealous. And Sora's like, wait, you were jealous of me? And he's like, I forget exact, no exact wording. But basically, he he was jealous of Sora for always being, like, so happy-go-lucky and carefree and just following his heart or whatever. And Sora, uh, 
And so I was like, huh, well, I've got my share of problems too, you know. I always wanted to be like you. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it's just a moment where the, that the two of them have. And uh, Riku's like, well, I guess I do have one thing, something you could never Im- imitate. And so I was like, yeah, what's that? And he's like, having you for a friend. Aw. And then Sora's like, huh, well, I guess I've got something you could never imitate too. And then that's where it starts to pan out. But then, like, there's, like, an abrupt, like, jump cut almost. <laughs> and the final cut scene of the game graphics have officially kicked in as a letter in a bottle uh, floats up. <laughs> uh, Riku notices it and grabs it and opens it and reads over the letter. He's like, hey, wait, Sora, I think this is for you. And so I'm going to ask if you remember this because it's way fucking back at the beginning of the game. But do you remember back at the beginning of the game when uh, Kyrie wrote a note to the boy that she couldn't remember? This is back before she actually remembered who Sora was and like Wait. put it off Wait. in the water. This is that Wait. letter. I don't oh, know how. Yeah, I don't know how. Like literally the, the literal mechanic of how this happened. I do not know. Somehow, it floated from the beach over at Destiny Island into the realm of darkness? Don't question video game logic, Steven. Eh, I'm gonna just say it's because their hearts are connected and it needed to be there. There you go. That works. But, um, I'll go ahead, I'll post a picture of the letter and then also read it out loud. Um, it has this cool effect where, like, Sora starts reading it and then, like, a couple sentences in, it, it like, blends over to being Kyrie's voice reading it, which is neat. Um, it says, I got to zoom in a little bit for the, for the first sentence. Thinking of you wherever you are, we pray for our sorrows. Yeah, we pray for our sorrows to end and hope that our hearts will blend. Now I will step forward to realize this wish. And who knows? Starting a new journey may not be so hard. Or maybe it's already, or maybe it has already begun. There are many worlds, but they all share one sky. One sky, one destiny. I'm trying to remember because there's a typo somewhere in here that always makes me laugh. Hang on. I'm, I feel like I remember there being one. Instead of starting. That's it. Yeah. Stating a new journey may not be so hard. I also feel like it should be and who knows with a question mark, but that is more just me. That might be one where you can go either okay. way. But yeah, it, it actually no, says stating a new it's journey a, instead it's of starting. A continuation of the sentence. It's a, it's a, it continues into the sentence. It, it can get away with no question mark. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Sora reads the letter, and like as he finishes, like a few feet away, just into the water, but like at it, it's it's level with the surface of the water, basically as if instead of water it were sidewalk, you'd be able to stand up and walk over or walk directly to it. Like a glow appears vaguely in the shape of a door, and uh, Sora like excitedly gets up and holds out his hand to Riku, and he's like, "Come on, we'll go together." And he helps Riku up. Riku still can't walk on his own. <laughs> Uh, they go through the door um, and I will get to it uh, we get it stated a little bit more explicitly but this this is one thing that like I feel like they should have stated a little bit more explicitly like in canon because there are a lot of fans that's like still will be like hey what does it mean in the first game when uh, that disembodied voice told Sora that he's the one that will open the door to the light or whatever this is what that means in universe. This is what that's talking about is that Sora, his, the strength of his heart and the bond that he has with his friends, Kyrie specifically opened a door from the realm of darkness to the realm of light so that he and Riku could go home. At least I'm pretty sure that's, that this is what that's supposed to be. Um, and they don't say it like super explicitly that that's this coming full circle, 
And honestly, might not have been the plan that Nomura originally had. This is just how it worked out. That part I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that's what this is supposed to be. Anyway, doesn't matter. They go through the door, and then, hey, <laughs> fucking guess what? Uh, we get, we go, we switch over to Destiny Islands, and there's two meteors falling into the ocean, and it's, it's the boys. The boys are meteors. <laughs> just like, you know, in, like, the starting of the game. <laughs> I don't know. It's just hilarious to me that, like, it could have been like, oh, a glow pops up a couple feet out from the beach and they're able to walk and kind of wade through the water and walk up. No, <laughs> they walk into the door and they're meteors slamming down into the ocean. Sure. Why not? Sure. Um, but yeah, so the two of them, the, I guess Riku's finally able to walk now. The two of them separate and they start like, you know, running up to the beach. Um, Kyrie's there waving them over. That's Julie probably texting me that I'm being too loud. Yep, yep, she says loud. Um, but before Sora can even make it to where Kyrie is, he gets tackled into the water by Donald and Goofy. Um, and the three of them like just share a big old hug, and it's very sweet. Uh huh. But then also make, but Aww. then make exactly. See, Mickey's also there. He runs up to Riku, and so like Fuck they you. have a moment. Do what? Fuck you, Mickey. You could have fixed all this shit. You know, honestly, you do I not, feel like you do not get to do the lift. You do not I, get to do the dirty dancing lift. I feel like Mickey and Ansem together could have fixed a lot more than they did without having to make it the problem of these kids. But you know, they could have fixed this shit. Um, but yeah, so everyone, also, everyone's hot. do what? Mickey's hot now. <laughs> everyone gets everyone gets at least like twice or. At least I would say two or three times hotter in the uh, HD cutscene graphics for the beginning and end of the game. I'm down with that. Um, <laughs> it's just it's that HD hotness, you know. Love me some bishies. What? What? Some bishies? Bishies. Oh. Oh, 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 duh. Okay, okay, okay. I've heard like an extra couple of letters in there. I was like, what are you talking about? Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, Sora reaches into his pocket and he's still got that that uh, good luck charm that Kyrie gave him way back when in Kingdom Hearts 1. And he does this really cool moment. Um, oh, it's the fruity Ky thingy. Oh, wait, yeah. It's the doll. It's, um, she, she made it out of shells. Um, Aww. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's, if you remember in the first game, when he was about to go off and fight Ansem, she's like, it's my lucky charm, so be sure to bring it back to me. And he was like, don't worry, I will. And then that became the keychain for Oathkeeper. And this is him, like, finally giving it back to her. Ugh. This game's got some good moments in it, um, but but also um, like Sora looks up at, at Kyrie and he's like, "We're back!" And she's like looking down at him and she's like, "You're home!" And then like it does the thing where like uh, Roxas's face flashes in front of Sora's for a moment, and Nominee's face flashes in front of Kyrie's for a moment, just to remind you that you know now they get to be together too, since uh, Sora and Kyrie are together. And Sora, still holding the good luck charm, takes Kyrie's hand. So it's like both of their hands holding the good luck charm together. Really fucking good imagery. Ugh, I love it. Okay. Anyway. Um, and so that's that's it. That's that's the ending cutscene. Um, it fades out with the song um, into the credits. Um, we just like in the first game, we do get some like wrap up scenes for everybody during the credits. I didn't take pictures of those 
because even on screen they're very small so i would have had to like blow them up really big so they wouldn't have looked very good you'll see them when you watch the credits on the video um but those scenes are as follows uh we have a scene at disney at um disney castle forgot what their world was called for a minute where mickey pluto donald goofy um hang on oh scrooge i forgot I just, when it's a big group of people, I'll just abbreviate it with the first letter of their name. And for like a second, I forgot who all was in this group. Uh, Mickey, Pluto, Donald, Goofy, Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Chip, and Dale are all finally back at home. Being greeted by Minnie and Daisy. Uh, Donald and Daisy hug. Minnie and Mickey, like, touch their noses together. Which I feel like is supposed to be this game trying to have them make out, but like, it's for kids. You can't show them making out, so they touch their noses together. Even though we show, even though we show kisses in like every single Disney movie. <sighs> Just saying. My frustration woke up the puppy. <laughs> oh, Go back to sleep, little guy. Um, we we get a shot in uh, Twilight Town of Cipher and um, Hainer facing off against each other in the struggle tournament. Obviously, Hainer's going to lose. We don't even need to see the fight to, to know that. Um, we get a shot of everybody in the Hundred Acre Woods all just frolicking around. And then Pooh kind of just stopping and staring off into the distance. And then all of them together on the hill at sunset. So it's like, they're all happy, but they still miss Sora. Um, <sighs> fucking no phone. I'm not talking about Milan. I'm talking about Mulan. Hang on. There. <laughs> We, we get a shot in the Land of Dragons with uh, Shang and Mulan trying to make out in a bamboo grove for some reason. It's the, the same. Basically, they just didn't want to make a new area because uh, this is the same area um, as the first cutscene of that world where, like, Sora, Donald, and Goofy met them. Um, but they're trying to make out and Ling, Yao, and uh, Chen Po are, like, all watching from behind some bamboo and they lean over too far and they fall over and it stops them because they're like, ah, someone sees us. Like, y'all could have just left. Um, we get a shot at Beast Castle. Beast and The Beast and Belle are finally getting their dance, but Beast is human. We are done with these two. Actually, I take that back. 358 over two days. We'll come back here also because that's it before Kingdom Hearts 2. So... There's that. But as far as the timeline, we are done with these two. They finally get to be happy. The Beast is a human. Belle, I'm sure, has come to terms with the difference between how he looked then or now versus how he looked before that. And they're getting to have their dance in the ballroom. And it's great. Um, we get a shot at Olympus Coliseum of uh, Hercules looking satisfied and dusting his hands off after a hard day's work of having completely rebuilt the Coliseum. And uh, Meg, like, is just kind of leaning on him, doing the whole, like, one-arm hug, that sort of thing. Uh, Oren is in the background, and he just has, like, the satisfied look on his face as he looks out at these two. And he's like, basically the whole, like, these two are going to be okay kind of thing. And he starts walking off toward the underworld. And in a reference that I did not get the first time that I watched this game, I basically just a burst of fireflies, like, come off of him and, like, fly off toward the Coliseum and just kind of scatter away. So, I guess basically him being like, okay, I can finally, like, move on to the afterlife? I guess. I guess. Um, oh god, get... feline. Do what? I said, oh god, feline. I was sitting here, I've got the lights off, so I can't see much of anything, and all of a sudden I hear purr, and then whoop, that in that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Incredible. 
<laughs> he doesn't ask permission. He just tells me that he is going to be sitting here now. Mother, I am here now. <laughs> I have arrived, Mother. Um, we get a shot aboard the Black Pearl with Elizabeth and Will hanging out with Jack as they're all setting sail. I guess they're off Does to Will go do pirate stuff. Do what? Does Will still look fucked up? Uh, they all do. The The realism okay. didn't work very good in this one. Um, we get, uh, on, and these are all silent, so like if anybody's saying anything, you can't really tell what they're saying. That doesn't generally matter because no one's really saying much of anything. Except for here, where it's um, Jack Skellington, Sally, um, the mayor, Lockstock and Beryl, and Dr. Finkelstein all gathered together in Dr. Finkelstein's lab as Jack is talking about something. I assume it's Halloween related. He's probably planning um, for the next one. That's my guess, at least. Yeah. Um, we see Tron alive, I guess, having climbed out of the pit that the MCP was in. And he starts walking off and that just kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like my assumption was that he jumped in there and like became the new mcp or something but no apparently he climbed out i guess i had forgotten about this part but as he as he's walking off he does kind of like start dancing to himself a little bit and it's like ah tron's getting to be silly um we get a shot in timeless river of past pete setting sail on his boat and past mickey being like oh crap i gotta catch up and like Almost missing the boat, but jumping off of the shore and landing in it just in time. Uh, we get a shot in Agrabah with Aladdin, Jasmine, and Abu all flying on carpet. And Genie, you know, flying alongside. And all of them just, you know, having fun flying around Agrabah. <laughs> we see um, a shot of Ariel and Eric's wedding from the end of the movie. Basically, they just ported that over to the game because why not at that point? Um, we... We see Rafiki pre presenting Kiara to the Pride Lands with Simba and Nala, like, watching from behind. Uh, hang on. We're, we're almost done. All of these things come so fast. Oh, my God. Um, we, we get a shot in Radiant Garden of Sid working on his computer, and then Yuffie brings him ice cream. But then Yuna, Riku, and Payne steal it and flutter off because remember how they're three inches tall with pixies? I don't know. Um... Leon is leaning against a wall, reading a letter, and, like, that little um, red wing symbol thing that he has on his back, like, that same symbol flies up out of the letter. I don't know what the fuck that means. Apparently, it's got something to do with the events of uh, Final Fantasy VIII, but I never played Final Fantasy VIII, so... Neither. Um, <sighs> we get a shot of Aerith just sitting on a cliff, kind of looking off into the distance, probably thinking about Cloud or something. I don't know. Uh, I feel probably. like we... I feel like we should have had a shot of Tifa, but, like, she did basically just say she was going to keep looking, so I guess the only thing they would have really been able to show us would just be her poking around ruins somewhere or something. So, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. Man, that would be a cool game. Tifa Tomb Raider? Okay. Anyway, um... And it finishes... Yeah, well, at least in this game, she just does a big punch. That works, too. Yeah, her new big punchy. Screw the gun, that's off with my fist. I know, she she has a gun, but it, all it's there for is so that she can throw it at people. Yes, she just pistol whips whoever it is. There we go. But also throws it. Uh, it all uh, caps off, though, with a, a shot of Sora on, uh, in, on Destiny Island, uh, going back into the secret place, and uh, seeing where at the end of the first game, Kyrie had finished a little drawing of the two of them sharing a palpu fruit, 
and he like runs his hands Aww. along and he's like, oh, <laughs> that's basically what he says. He's like, oh, <laughs> and then we do get a post credit scene. This isn't the secret ending just yet, although bleh, I got to actually make sure and pull that up uh, so that I have it ready to go. KH2. Hang on one sec. Let me just make sure. Okay. Also, the timer just went off, but I figure we're probably almost done anyway, aren't we? Basically. Yeah, let's just go ahead and finish this up. All right. And then do you want to do questions tonight, or do you want to do, like I said, and yeah. come back in a couple days? Let's do questions in a couple days. Okay, that way we can also give everybody else a little extra time to come up with whatever. Right, because yeah, I know uh, Aurora's got, her, got their graduation thing. Um, a couple other people are going to be busy, so yeah, let's just give them a little more time. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> I accidentally concerned the puppy. Stop concerning <laughs> the poor puppy and let him sleep. He shot his head up, he was like, what's that? And then looked around and was like, okay, I guess we're good. Poor okay, so before the secret endings, we get a regular post-credit scene that um, opens on um, Sora and Riku just hanging out on that weird little sideways tree thing on the Destiny Island. Um, I do actually really like the reversal here because, and this this may be a detail that you don't fucking remember, but that I do because I'm like that. It used to be whenever the three of them were hanging out, um, Sora and Kairi would be sitting on the tree and Riku would be standing off to the side, brooding or whatever, and just kind of leaned against it. So I kind of like, I, I kind of like now that it's the two of them reversed. Actually, I'm going to look that up and even just make sure that I'm right. Hang on. Sora, Riku, Kairi tree ah i am right haha <laughs> yeah so it used to be um sora and Kyrie sitting on the tree and riku like leaning against it so i don't know i just like the the reversal of it being sora leaning against it this time um basically they're just chilling uh riku is just like man nothing has changed and <sighs> and sora's like yeah uh, <laughs> that's not even me shortening it i'm pretty sure he just goes yeah um uh, Riku's like, man, it, it really is a small world. And Sora's like, yeah, but part of one that's much bigger. Um, and so the two of them just kind of like lapse into silence. Like one of those comfortable silences, like we're buds and we've been through a whole thing, but we don't really need to talk about it right now. We're just kind of chilling, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, after a moment, though, Sora, who I guess is thinking is like, what do you where do you think it was? Uh, what do you think it was anyway? That door to the light and Riku hops down off the tree and he's like, oh, what, you didn't know? And he points at Sora's chest, and he's like, this. And Sora's like, this? He's like, it's always... And Riku's like, it's always closer than you think. And Sora's just like, huh. <laughs> and I feel like he's about to go, wait, what? But then fucking Kyrie runs up, um, and she's got a message in a bottle with the king's seal on it. Or with uh, Mickey's seal on it. I keep fucking forgetting that he's technically a king. Holy shit. Because um, he doesn't do shit. I know, we never see him in the context of kingness. Like, he's never at Disney Castle doing king stuff. <sighs> uh-huh. um, but anyway, uh, they, they start, or Sora pops the letter out of the bottle, starts reading it, as the camera, like, zooms way out, and it's like, oh, what could that mean? Uh. <laughs> 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 Oh, 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 okay, I'm okay, 
Oh, oh, geez, that was. I don't know why, but that destroyed me for a minute. Oh, damn. Okay. Probably. <laughs> oh, I just I remember back in the day because it's it's not like oh don't worry if you get the secret ending you actually find out what's on the letter. We didn't find out what this letter was for a while. Bullshit. Yeah, so like I remember back in the day like that being like the big thing like among Kingdom Hearts fans like oh man what's he talking about what's in that letter? I mean the basic assumption is hey the events of a new game are about to happen and because of that I need you to come to where I am or something. But like <sighs> we will eventually find out. But like I said, it's a it's a bit before we find that out. Um no, snuggly. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. There wasn't a whole lot of uh grinding and shenanigans that happened beyond this. Um Nico, uh, there are if there are like three three big things that Nico still had left that uh, he dedicated time in the next two episodes on. One of them, uh, hang on, yeah, one of them was um, finishing up the stuff with the Mushroom Thirteen and all of those little dudes. I'm still not going to go into a ton of detail because they're not story related and none of them really have cutscenes. It's just. They'll show up in a spot of a world and give you a little challenge. And usually the challenge, their their abilities will be kind of similar to like their corresponding Organization 13 member. So like, uh, I forgot Larkseen's number. I want to say she's 10? No. I don't remember. I'll look it up later. Doesn't matter. Anyway, the, the one that corresponds to Larkseen, its whole thing is that like it makes copies and you got to find the right one. And Larkseen, when you're fighting her, makes duplicates of herself. So on and so forth. That kind of thing. Um, anyway, if you do if you do all 12, 1 through 12, um, number 1 doesn't even show up until you've beaten the game once. And then you got to go back to Memory Skyscraper, and that's where it's hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do all 12, uh, you go to the area in, well, what's now called Radiant Garden, where, where it did the whole Battle of a Thousand Heartless thing. And all 12 of them will be there just hopping up and down with a little beam of light in front of them. When you step into that light and hit triangle to look up, Uh mushroom number 13 will appear. That one doesn't actually give you a challenge or anything. It just is like, here you go. You done it. Um, Hang on, let me make sure that one posted. Yes, okay. And so what they give you is is their keyblade because... um, the prizes of individual ones will be like the even numbered ones have staves for Donald and no, the odd numbered ones have staves for Donald and the even numbered ones have shields for Goofy. So like now you get a keyblade for them. Also, it's called winner's proof. Um, the ability with it turns off, uh, turns off experience. So it's just called EXP zero, um, which at this point, like you're, if you're, if you're taking the time to grind this, and, like, the data fights and stuff like that. You're at level 99 anyway. You don't need any more experience because there's not a level 100. It just stops at 99. Um, so, like, sure. All right, whatevs. Uh, so there's there's this. Um, the other big post-game thing. This one we're really not going to spend much time on because it's a cool thing to to do, like, as a, as a challenge to yourself. But gameplay-wise, there's not much to talk about. Um, 
there's an, an extra area that got added into Radiant Garden in the final mix. I think I kind of talked about it when they like first brought it up, the first time it got brought up. Um, mm-hmm. But it's called uh, Cavern of Remembrance. Couldn't remember what it was called for a second. The Cavern of Remembrance. Uh, once you go all the way through that, it leads to an area called the Garden of Assemblies. And basically that has a little podium for each of the Organization 13 members and you can redo their fight. The fights themselves are basically just the same as their previous fights with them, just harder. So, like, they, uh, they've they got more health, their defenses are higher, they fight more aggressively. Um, and there'll be other tweaks. Um, the first time you fought Axel, the floor was on fire, just kind of as aesthetic to make it look cool. But now, standing on the floor too long hurts because it's on fire. So, stuff like that. Um, the The main feature though uh the post game stuff is uh you'll get a notification that a new episode has been added over at disney castle and what that is is when you go there this big weird portal thingy just done just popped up in the hall of the cornerstone so you go into it sure right you go into it and uh there is no voice acting in this scene it's like the secret boss from uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, where he didn't have any voice lines and the only audio that it had of Sora were just recycled lines from throughout the game. Instead, they just decided that Sora doesn't say anything during this cutscene. <laughs> he just stands there awkwardly and gets ready to fight, so it's whatever. Um, but there's like a... They're in like this salt flat desert looking area thing, and there's a like a big kicked up gust of wind and sand like a few feet away and oh when that dissipates there's a dude sitting on the ground with what looks like a keyblade stabbed into the ground as one does yes uh this guy is called lingering will or william who lingers <laughs> um but yeah he's, he's called lingering will um they don't say that during the cutscene. Once you finally manage to beat him and get his like character intro or character entry into Jiminy's journal, that's where it actually labels him as lingering will. Um, you will you'll notice that's another text from Julie. Did you get loud again? No, that was her texting me something else. She saw something cool on Facebook. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Although also I'm probably being loud. It wouldn't surprise me. Um. Anyway, you'll notice in that shot, his keyblade doesn't have a doesn't have a keychain. That will also come into play here in a minute when we get to the secret endings. Part of it was that they just didn't have the designs for in the secret endings. Their keychains or their keyblades didn't have keychains because like the designs for the characters weren't finalized, and so they probably didn't have like their key their keychain uh, finalized yet either. I think that's part of what's going on here also, but once we eventually find out what lingering who lingering will is, there's also a reason that his keyblade doesn't have a, a keychain, so there is that, I guess. Anyway, um absolutely no sound, just text on the screen. He says aqua dot 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 vin dot 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 vin v e n. It sounded more like an f when I said it the first time. Uh, sort of old and goofy, get get themselves ready. Everyone pulls out their weapons. <laughs> and he goes, a keyblade? Who are you? I know you. We've met before, way back when. No, that wasn't you. You're not the one that I chose. Where is he? Zay, dot, 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 uh, dot, 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 Nort, dot, dot, dot. Is that you? Zaya, dot, 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 
Nort, dot, 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 Xehanort. And then, like, he, he stands up and fucking look at this dude. Hang on. Let me get the picture posted. There we go. Now look at this dude. How honking big he is and how honking big his keychain or his keyblade is. He's a big heckin' boy. He is. Um, so this fight is ridiculously tough. Even at level 99, I've never been able to beat it. Um, thanks to Flutterdark and just the internet in general, I have found a way that you can cheese the fight. Um, if you deactivate all of your abilities that like add to your combos, so all of your combo pluses, turn those off and then turn on any abilities that you have that are combo minuses so they shorten your combos and equip the Finrare Keyblade, which also shortens your combos. That will make it so that your combos literally last one strike, which means all of your attacks are combo finishers, which have a built-in stagger effect. So if you do it right, you can set yourself up like that and basically just stun lock this guy so that he'll just constantly be getting staggered by all of your attacks and he won't actually have time to hit you. I was still not able to manage it like that. Uh, my reactions and stuff probably just weren't good enough. I'm not going to go back and try. I'm content with having not beaten this dude. But nice. also, let me show you some of the bullshit he pulls out in this fight. All of these weapons are him turning his Keyblade into things. He can turn okay, it... Okay, that's kind of cool. He can turn it into what looks like just a big fucking mace that he smacks you with. A big-ass whip that he can whip around and like it doesn't do as much damage but it's really heckin fast um he can turn it into a motorcycle and chase you the hell down he can turn it into a giant fucking cannon which obviously he blasts you with he can separate it into two blades and do wield itself <laughs> i couldn't find a picture of that one um lame dude is super super hard um but and what's what's wild is Nico didn't even know about the the cheesing it that I mentioned. He managed to find something similar where the time that he finally managed to beat Lingering Will, uh, he had Stitch. He summoned Stitch one to keep his magic constantly being replenished, but then also like Stitch will stun the enemy for you sometimes. So like that kept him off of or kept him from attacking. So like basically a similar strategy, just going about it a different way. But when you finally do beat him, a text from Julie. Yep, I am being loud again. God damn it, Steven. I'm sorry. I get excited. <sighs> um, they the the fight ends like this dude isn't destroyed. You don't kill him or anything. Just like before on the the secret boss that turned out to be Zimnus, how he just left. Basically that. Um. They'll stand there across from you and be like, that's it, your power. That's what I felt within you. And then he just gets back down on his knees and stabs his keyblade back in the ground and goes silent again. And that's it. Well, all right then. Yeah. So so that happened. That's a thing. Uh, lingering well is just out there in the desert somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I keep feeling like there's more I need to say, but that's more just me knowing who this guy is. Um, so, if you are ready, we can go ahead on to... Oh, come on, YouTube. Don't fucking reload just because I left to do something else for a minute. We can move on to the secret endings, which I will send to you on uh, Facebook so that we can watch them. 
Um, basically, we'll do like we did with the secret endings back in Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, I'll like skip the minute or so that we're both just being quiet watching the thing and then okay. like come back in and we'll talk about it. Um, there are there are two secret endings. Um, one that was just in the, the base game, just regular Kingdom Hearts 2. And then one that was mm-hmm. only in Final Mix, which means only in Japan for a long time. Uh, basically until people put it on YouTube because Final Mix didn't actually come to, or didn't actually leave Japan until it was included in like the collections that got uh, that started getting put out in like 2013, but came out in Japan in like 2006. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I will go ahead and pop that in. Boop. Go. On. Are you putting it in here or are you sending it to me on this? Oh, there it is. Yeah, send uh, send it. <laughs> Sent it Messenger. to you on Facebook. Thank you. Yes. Herbadooba. I'm Did also going to go ahead. Maybe. All right. So, should I go ahead and watch now? Yeah. Um. I will also go ahead and watch it myself. Just partly. So I'm not just sitting here. Uh. So we. Okay. Uh, if, if you've got it pulled up, go ahead and pause, and then I'll just say play that way we're both playing it at the same time. Yep. I got it. Pa- I got it paused. I'm waiting. Okay. Uh. We'll just say one, two, three. Go ahead and play. So, oh, thoughts? <laughs> One, that's a lot of Keyblades. Yeah, that's a fucking lot of Keyblades, isn't it? Two, I love how we had to emphasize that one of the characters there was apparently female because she just had to do the seductive hip wiggle while walking in yeah. desert sand and heavy armor. Yeah, they 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 sure did that, huh? I will say at least, like at least they didn't go like full boob armor with it. I mean, they I mean, this still feminized it a little bit compared to the other two. I feel like, but I mean, I would say more reasonably so, eh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, they definitely had her doing the hips. Oh, yeah. She was doing the Hartman hips walk. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So not a whole lot going on there aside from just who the hell are these people? But I remember that even that just blowing my absolute mind when I was a kid and watching this with. Sean, the first time one of us uh, beat the game. Because we were both playing it at around the same time. So it was like, one day he'd be playing it, one day I'd be playing it. We were more or less at about the same spots. Um, but then, I don't remember how we we eventually managed to watch the uh, the next one. Because, like, I'm sure one of us eventually found it on YouTube, I guess. And we watched it a bunch that way. Because, like I said, that was included on the Final Mix version, which was only in Japan until, like, 2013. Right. Uh, fuck, that's like first time I graduated college. Holy shit. Anyway, <laughs> fuck that. Um, Before we depress ourselves. Yeah, so at least outside of Japan, that's what we were left with, was just who are these dudes? What's that shadowy thing in the distance? Why come they got keyblades and armor? Why is it uh, one of them is holding Sora's, one of them is holding Mickey's, and one of them is holding Riku's keyblade? Right. Oh, goodness. Which, what I do like is there is actually a thematic element when we eventually get their full story. There's kind of a thematic element, a uh, parallel, rather, between, like, which of those three Keyblades each of them picked up and what ends up happening to them. That part's kind of cool. Um, which, I mean, at this point, if they had them planned out enough that they were putting a teaser for them, I'm sure they had that part planned out, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it was... I remember like going going back and like just beating the game again just so I could watch this that scene and being like, who are these guys? But anyway, ho, oh, 
bigger bigger shit once we get into the second one. Let me go ahead and pop that one in for you because huh, damn. Oh jeez. Okay, for a second I thought I was pop- uh, giving you the same link again. Okay, no, that's the other video. Okay. Hey guys again. Now. I don't remember like how it's, oh, fucking ads. I don't remember how it was that I first ended up finding it, but basically the same thing. I remember like watching this one over and over and being like, "Yo, who are these people? What going on? What do?" <laughs> What is, what do? Yeah. <laughs> I've got mine pulled up and paused. All right. Same. Uh, just to make sure, go ahead and back it up. Because for whatever reason, as soon as the ad ended, I was like 11 seconds in. Oh, so, yeah. I'm, I'm at the very beginning. Mine didn't do an ad. Well, what the hell? <laughs> Fine. Fuck you then. Okay. <laughs> so just like before, um, just like before, uh, I'll go ahead, ahead and we'll watch it and then I'll just skip ahead to the end. Uh, so I will say three, two, one, hit play. No, I will not stick around for another ad. <laughs> hey, now that dickhead mouth totally ruined the mood. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I cut the. Uh, obviously, that part of the audio is getting cut out since I'm just skipping ahead to the very end. But y'all, my favorite reaction listening to her watch that video was at the very end when Mickey walks on screen and she goes, "God damn it." <laughs> okay. Um. The text at the end, or the text in there obviously was, do what? That was a reasonable reaction. That's fair. I remember just being like, yo! Um, Okay, so the text in that obviously was Japanese, um, so I've got the English translation pulled up. I can go ahead and read that off real quick. At the beginning of the video, for the second one, um, was a tale of truth yet to be told. Uh, Then the ones there at the end, going in order of when they appeared, it's... uh, Destiny has never left a chance, and then that's when we got the shot of Big Boy, like, getting all angry, and then getting the yellow eyes. Um, that's supposed to be Anthem. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> who any of these people are. Um, then, the mean, next, yeah. then the next text is Destiny is Inevitable, which I can only think of fucking Thanos now. Thank, thank you, MCU, for that part. Uh, but then that's when it showed Mickey, and then the last few lines of text... Or at long last, destinies gather to awaken a new tale. And nice. all right, let me hang on. I have got. I'm grabbing. I should have done this before, but I'm grabbing pictures of all of the people that we had in that. And I'm trying to see if I can get just their faces, since we did at least, or since we did see everybody's face in that. Okay, there we go. Now I can actually like post the pictures that I got. Let me yeah. get that. Get that real quick. Boop, boop. Sorry, did me putting my hoodie on offend you? What, what, what? The cat. Oh. I put my hoodie on because my AC kicked on and I was chilly and he, like, <laughs> apparently, apparently, like, mortally offended him. How dare. Mother, how, how, how even dare, dare, mother? How could, mother? Oh, is that, uh, 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 Aqua? Oh, I forgot I had told you uh, her name. Well, okay, yeah, that well, one's Aqua then. Well, that and also remember when I told you the first time I went home for Christmas, Haley and Sam did show me a couple of Kingdom Hearts clips. I don't remember anything that happened other than Sam rage quitting the flan game. That's fair. Those but I do kind remember of Okay. I went back into Facebook. Let me get back over to, to place. Okay. There we go. So we've, we've got our big boy and then his face and then Aqua's face came in before her armor. Whatever. Doesn't matter. The point is they're together. And then we've got Little baby boy in his face, and then... Oh, and I got frozen. Yeah. Um, and, and then... then creepy jackass, dude. 
Yeah, then the creepy old man. <laughs> and then Mickey, sporting gray clothes and a... Um, oh, wait, no, we have seen this Keyblade before. That's uh, Star Seeker, if you remember from, like, the beginning of this game that uh, Yen Sid gave Sora along with um, Valorform. So I guess I'm still end- calling the big boys handsome. <laughs> and then we've got this um, dude whose face is a helmet. I like the Keyblade. His Keyblade is neat. I will grant you that. It's got it's like the predecessor eyeballs. of Riku's, kind of. Kind of. Okay, so... <sighs> um, so yeah, that was what we were left with for a while. Was Because if you... If, I don't know if you remember the ordering in the list. The next game that we do... Is 358 over two days, the one that's about, hey, what was it like when Roxas was working for Organization 13? So that will not touch on any of these people. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a bit. They, they dropped the title in the videos. This, this will be touched on in Birth by Sleep. So we've got, it'll be the next game that we, like, the next game we get was, is Days, then it'll be Birth by Sleep. So, so yeah, um, we got this big old dude who, I mean, obviously you can tell from the armor somehow or another, he is lingering will or connected to lingering will somehow. And his head looks like this. You've got a uh, girl armor and her head looks like this. <laughs> I only, <laughs> I only got pictures of everybody's heads because I didn't want to show you their outfits and stuff yet. I don't know why. I guess I could have just shown you their full bodies. It's not like that would have been a huge spoiler, but we're here now. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I'm too far to turn back. Basically. Uh, and then we've got this, this little guy. His feet look proportionately way bigger on him than the other two. Because I, why not, I guess. All of the... He is baby and hasn't run into them yet. Ba- <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I do like what's cool about him is that he, you'll notice he will holds his keyblade backward uh backhand i wish more people in this series did that he's the only one like it's not like that's you know any sort of significance like ooh, it's just him for whatever reason that's the only person they decided to do that with and like i mean i know you know in the in the world of fighting with swords going backhand is like a less common style than just you know holding it regular but like this is fantasy anime bullshit. Y'all could have done that with someone else. Uh, but anyway, um, so what do you what do you notice about uh, these three and the way that they're designed? I know you said that you're calling it now. You think that the big guy is Ansem. Yep. Do you have Do you have any thoughts about what the others look like? You mean like what do you mean like what do they look like? I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about how they look? Uh, from what I remember vaguely of Aqua, she's a pretty cool chick. Yeah. She is yeah, oh, that's right. I remember babies. why I've shown you. I've, I've shown you literally what Aqua looks like because your Final Fantasy uh, 14 character look, kind of looked like her to me. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Linnea, right. <laughs> as you put it, her Final Fantasy looking ass. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I like the Ills and outfit. Fair. Um, okay. Uh, the so, other dude looks like. He honestly looks like Roxas. I was about to the say, I was dude. like, what if I. You know, pop just just for it to happen to pop this picture of Roxas into the chat alongside. What would that do for you? Okay, it's literally Roxas. Yeah. At least this guy put up a little bit more of a fight <laughs> before he got you know frozen and thrown off a cliff. Well, you know that'll do it to anybody. I mean, fair. And then yeah, we had um, 
<laughs> fucking just the I don't know why it's always been so fucking funny to me that the way the um, helmet dude comes in is the old man splits himself into two and then one of them turns into him. Like, that's such a weird fucking choice. I will tell you now, he's not literally a clone of the old guy. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure why they did that. I, I guess just to be cool for his intro. Because <laughs> he's being a creepy old man. I mean, not wrong. Crap, wait, hang on a sec. Did we... I need to check something. Uh, hang on, let me... Hang, I'll be right back. Hang on just one sec. I gotta double check. Shut up, I don't want ads. I'm trying to scrub back through the video for a second. Yep. Because we did see um, the the helmet kids, the helmet guys, Keyblade. I'm trying to see if we saw the old guys. Did we see his weapon? Okay, we did. Hang on. I need to grab a picture of that so I can show you real quick. Are you chasing a bug again? Do what? Are you going to get that bug finally? Oh, talking to Cranberry. Okay, I was like, what? There's okay, a there moth and one of the moths in here keeps like taunting him and he is dead set on catching it. He actually caught it <laughs> earlier during the episode, but it flew away before he could eat it. Oh, rude. He, he looks so depressed. <laughs> He's like, I got it. Oh. Ooh, okay. I like that keyblade. Yeah, it's neat. Um, I mean, like, clearly a bad guy keyblade. <laughs> but, yeah, so it, it's we, we see it pretty quickly, but that's what his keyblade looks like. So, um, it has been referenced a few times throughout these two games that there have been other keyblade wielders. Uh, so I guess for the fourth game in the... Er, fifth game in the series they were finally like you know what fuck it we're just gonna throw you into a world where there's a whole bunch of keyblade people have fun <coughs> oh excuse me because what does that bring our count to that's like six people in one video that yep. all have keyblades and like you saw where they were all of the just all of the keyblades keyblades <laughs> i'm sorry baby i was poking at i was poking at the toe beans and it woke them up for a second even <laughs> rude i'm sorry i'm sorry bubby so okay so yeah so um you did notice that baby boy looks or that the the babyest one looks like roxas i really dig their armor i wish we had I more, like, armor. like i wish we had the modern characters in armor like that that shit's fucking rad um i will tell you now the <laughs> don't get used to those capes it's fucking hilarious. This isn't a spoiler or anything, but um, you know how they had those capes on throughout that entire fight in that video? Yep. <laughs> that, will, that will not be the case in Birth by Sleep. They tried, but Birth by Sleep was on PSP, and apparently it just gave them hell with like frame rate issues and stuff like that, so they were like, mm, I guess they don't have the capes. They just pulled Edna Mode. No cape. <laughs> Basically... Uh, you could have just, just walked around the table, you know. There was no need to walk over it. But I could. <laughs> but That's mother, it. when you can walk over the table, why not? <laughs> Fucking jackass. <laughs> it's okay, mommy still loves you. Yes. Time is it anyway? It's like eleven thirty. This is about the time we'd be finishing up. So yeah. So we will. Unless there's anything else that you want to talk about, anything that's nagging at you from these two secret ending videos. Um, we can go ahead and I guess call it here for now until we come back later on to do, um, to do questions. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it now. And then are you just going to like post another reminder being like, to let, remind everybody else that we're doing questions later. So they still got time to get them in. Basically. Um, do you want to just do that? Thursday? Work, so. 
next Thursday will not work. That's when Echo and Michael are coming over. Oh, right. Yeah, you said that. Um, I mean, I'm good for basically like any night this week. So we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Because the questions won't take oh. as long as normal recording would. Yeah. So um, I'll go ahead and post in there as soon as we sign off. Hey, we're going to do the questions another night. And then whichever night we decide to just be like, hey, we decided or earlier in the day, be like, hey, we decided it's going to be tonight. So y'all have got like a few more hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys are down to the wire. So much like we all probably turned in our homework in school, get that shit in last minute. Right. Or, you know, just be like <laughs> Casey and Veer who like to sneak them in once we start recording anyway. That fucking too. Except Casey couldn't tonight because <laughs> he's graduating. Which is a valid reason. That is absolutely valid. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. Hope um, hope you have fun with any, like, thoughts and ideas these two videos might have given you. Because, again, we're not going to get to it for a while. Um, got a whole extra game to go. Now, uh, I will say, um, and we can talk about this more off mic, um, do you still want to try to do summary episodes? Uh, for each game separately after we finish it, like we had been talking about. Yeah, yeah, let's still do that. Okay, okay, so we'll figure out when we're, uh, well, we may just slot those in at, like, the regular recording, or what would be our regular recording times instead of trying to do them between episodes or something. So, okay, that so yeah, we'll do what? I said that would probably be. Yeah, so, um, well, those are going to be a decent, a decent length episode. Like, it's not going to be as long as our usual recording, but still. Plus, I've got to go through it. I am so far behind on Let's Plays. Yeah. I, I don't think like, we'll do... We'll um, do enough of a gameplay to actually help do a summary. <laughs> I know, right? I don't think we'll do questions on those episodes, because no, that's already... already yeah, one, we've already done them, so we'll have already hit any questions. But then two, because that's going to just be you telling me how much you remember of each game. So... Like, that's already kind of got the same spirit anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, we'll go ahead and sign off here for now. Come back later on in a couple days to do the questions. For you guys, it'll be just a few seconds since you'll be listening to the finished episode. This, uh, this one is going to be long overall, so ha 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 ha. I mean, we are ha, finishing ha. up the game, so. That is true. This may just be what we end up doing for the end of each game. Because I doubt, well, like, I doubt they'll ever, like, come out crisply to, like, Oh, yeah, it came out to exactly, we had one episode left. It'll probably be stuff like this, where it's like, we could stop, but then the finishing episode would only be like half an episode. It would be like five seconds and then questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then it was over. <sighs> I fell asleep for a couple hours uh, last night, but then woke up at like, three something and couldn't get back to sleep so i've just been playing or i played uh pokemon till everyone else woke up i know that feel uh it sucks okay let me get okay there we go back into the mailbag did we have and uh, by the way oh actually i think we did on this one hang on dude come on yum, yum, yum. scrolling 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 through the twitter feed okay there we go uh, we had one on Twitter, so we can go ahead and start uh, with that if you want. Okay. Okay. Hang on a second. Damn it. Steven. <sighs> Excuse me. Okay. Uh, so, we had... Okay, yeah. So, one question on Twitter uh, from Catgirl Hurdling Through Space uh, at... What's their at? Hang on. That is at Kitty Cat Herder. I feel like I know who this is, but I forgot. I like Anyway, it. not the point. 
<laughs> if you were a Kingdom Hearts final boss, what would your phases look like? They have a, uh, they've got a couple, uh, got a couple of questions here. That uh, that is the first one. Wait, what would your what look like? Your phases, like how with Zimnus it was, you know, Zimnus, and then armor Zimnus, and oh, then gotcha, gotcha. technically kind of, I guess the dragon also counts. The wiki considers that to also be part of Zimnus. It oh. literally has it labeled as like Zimnus dragon form or something like that, uh, and then zebra coat. Or tribal yeah. zebra code. Yeah, yeah, the tribal zebra thing. Yeah. That was if a zebra got those douchebag tribal tattoos. God. Um, I don't know. My faces would be, like, me, and then me but sleepier. And then, like, my faces would be me progressively retreating into a bed and you wrapping would, myself up. You would be, like, a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Snorlax-style boss. Ah! So you would, like you, would be the asleep, you would attack in your sleep, and they would get more and more powerful the deeper you fell into sleep. There we go. Or it'd be like some kind of jazz where like I'm like un or where I'm like surprisingly powerful but like only when I'm asleep or something. So it's oh. like the so it's like set up with me in a bed but then like psychic tendrils like swinging out and attacking or some jazz and I'm just like no. Yeah. And for the team, they have to like get you out of bed to be able to attack you. There we go. I would be, well, let's be honest, I'd probably be something culinary related. So I guess like each level up, I would like gain more and more kitchen implement style attacks. Like yes. gain more knives <laughs> or like a spinning blender attack. Yeah, right. There we oh, go. Like, Until eventually it's like, like. I start off with like some kind of cast iron armor that like spreads and covers more of me the higher I level up. <laughs> the first stage is just you with one of those big cast iron skillets. Yeah. Then the skillet starts like enveloping me. There we go. I have become one with the skillet. <laughs> I, am, I am Skull Crusher. Goodness. Uh, let me see. Second question. Why doesn't Kyrie get to do much with her friends in a series about the strength and joy you get from the people you love and care for? And honestly, it's because anime and girl. Like, misogyny. I'm going to be totally honest. Do what? Because of misogyny. Yeah, basically. For the same reason that like most anime girls don't get to do anything. For the same reason that, like, you'll you'll see it eventually, because we've still got a couple of weeks for the summaries, and then we're going to do uh, days, however we decide to do days. When uh, we get to Birth by Sleep, Aqua, one of the coolest girl characters in the series, she's like my second or third favorite overall, never gets to actually be cool. Oh, She'll always be, like, this close, and then, like, the game will just make her fail. I'm pretty sure I've gotten to seen her be got to see her be awesome at least once in the game that Haley and Sam showed me. Yeah, but that was like two years ago. <sighs> Possibly, depending on what part of the game they showed you. So right, and I don't know maybe. anything about the context of the game where they showed me because they had already started it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think there was, those were those were the only ones we had on the Twitter. But yeah, short, the short answer is be, because girl, like I don't like because anime <sighs> girl. Like, all of the, not even, it feels like it's worse than just anime girls sometimes, because, like, all the girls in this series have got stuff going on or that prevents them from being cool. Kind of except for Larxene, but she's a bad guy, so the point is that you fight and then kill her. But it's like, Kyrie gets, like, benched a lot. Aqua always comes, like, this close to being cool and then doesn't get to. Uh, Naminé basically fades out of existence and almost forgotten yeah. i mean not not literally like the characters still talk about her but it's like after kingdom hearts 2 she doesn't 
super exist anymore. So it's like they talk about her and they like her, but she and Roxas just aren't there anymore. Um, and then we'll see what happens with another character when we get to days because hot diggity damn. It's a, I don't know. Like sometimes it just feels like Nomura specifically. I don't know if it's him or like someone else on the creative staff who's like making these these things happen. But like it feels like Kingdom Hearts specifically just doesn't want to do right by the girl characters. Oh, and yeah, we, I just remembered a couple others that we'll we'll fucking find out about when we get to one of the other games later on. <sighs> it's just it's so anyway. weird though. It's like this is the same you know Square Enix that did Final Fantasy X too, which was yes! all about a trio of girls that are kicking ass. Yeah. Is it fan servicey? Absolutely, but they still kick ass. True. They gave Yuna guns, and right. it was cool. Dual that, like. <laughs> yeah. Pain's ultimate dress sphere that you get her. She is literally like a walking suit made of swords. Oh yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting about that. Full th- yeah, full throttle. Oh man. Okay. Hang on. Take it. Uh, I hate this. Okay. Okay. So going to the questions on Discord. Uh, starting out with Flutterdark. Let me scroll up a little and make sure. Okay. Yeah. Everything else above that was wrestling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, so Flutterdark's first question, uh, he just did, like, all of his, uh, dumped in at once. Um, for when we reached Diz, which, since I, uh, since I had originally posted it, I wasn't sure if we would finish. Uh, why didn't Zemnus just kick Ansem's cannon over to stop this nonsense <laughs> of people messing with his moon? And you know what? That's fair. That's he fair. super should've. It's because he, he decided he was gonna come here and just be, dr- uh, and just be dramatic and... Uh, try to be mean to Ansem and the two of them just got caught up in insulting each other. But he 100% should have just been like, kick. They both or, had to be absolute fucking drama queens. Yeah! Or like, when we see him in the boss fight shooting lasers and shit, he should have just been like, okay, well, that machine doesn't exist anymore. Haha, ha, now what, bitch? Right. What now? Like, in in universe, the answer is probably supposed to be some degree of overconfidence, just because, you know, he is the big bad or whatever. Like, probably thought, okay, even if this works, like, things will still work out for me. You'd think but, he would have some kind of a backup or contingency, though. No. No, it doesn't matter. <sighs> Damn it. Stop that. Okay. Um, pre-Zimnus fight, how do you think Maleficent would wait. win versus a Thousand Heartless? She oh, wait, no, hang on. That, no, no, I thought I you missed one. question, but you did. Oh, no, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, okay, no. yeah. He went on to say, I know this is just a deus ex machina, but still, how the flip did the explosion change Riku back to, yet no one else was affected at all? Well, he did exactly say anything could happen. That's exactly why deus ex machina. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, uh, I don't even, I don't even fucking know. What are I've, it, uh, that's one of those ones, like, I've never looked it up on the wiki to see what the wiki says, but I guarantee it's something like how, like, the wiki straight up says in from the first game when Kyrie like, hugged Heartless Sora and he turned back into Sora, it just says somehow. I bet it's probably something like that, where, like, even even the wiki doesn't know, and it's just like, <laughs> somehow it turned him back. I don't know. But yeah, he's all, anything could happen. And the only thing that happens out of the anything that could happen is just that Riku gets turned back. I don't know. This is a big explosion of hearts. Like, I feel like we could have seen something else, something go on. <clears throat> and I mean, yeah, we did see, like, you know, hearts raining down into the city and it spawned, like, a million billion heartless, but I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I, it's... 
I mean, basically, yeah. Just they were like, "Hey, how do we get Riku back to himself?" Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> plot cannon. God. Uh, okay, so now getting to the next one before the Zimnus fight. How do you think Maleficent would win against a thousand Heartless? Turn if it were just, just melt them all. I mean, basically, if it if it were just the little regular ones like we see in the in that cutscene, it's just the basic Shadow Heartless. Like you said, she could turn into a dragon, and I'm pretty sure she could take them. If if some of the other like bigger, weirder ones start to get involved, I don't know. That might be tougher. But like, it's Maleficent. I feel like she would at least fare fare as well as Sora did. So like, yeah, I think she I think she could take them. And if nothing else, she could just summon her own little army of minions and just swamp them. <laughs> we we do see um because uh, Birth by Sleep focuses on like. Or one of the clusters of worlds, since this, that one's a prequel game, um, will focus on like your classic Disney princesses. So like it, act, like one cluster of worlds is Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. So we actually get to see what Maleficent was like before all of this, and she did have her weird little homunculus dudes. <laughs> It'd be fucking great to see like a whole bunch of those going up against a whole bunch of heartless. Right, lordy. Uh. Uh, let me see. Next question. Final boss gauntlet. Okay, how the flip did Sora get these cool moves? Like, he can slice buildings and have top parkour be far beyond what the game lets you do. Man, I don't know. It's just because it looks cool. Plot <laughs> armor. And Basically, that, it's... No, that's that's the answer right there, Steven. Because it looks cool. Yeah, like, it's not even plot armor. It's just like, hey, you know what would be cool? And then it happened. Sora did a sick flip. Like... His keyblade is not big enough to slice, uh, like, regardless of how hard he swings it, his keyblade is not big enough that he should be able to slice a building in half. But you know what? It's cool as shit, so we're going to let it happen. <laughs> God, I can't, I can't with this next question. Okay, is yeah. Zimnus a, f a fan? <laughs> oh, that was painful. Okay, uh, is, it, is it good now? Yes, it's normal now. I don't know what the fuck happened, but as soon as you finished coughing, it started like doing this high pitched like shrieking noise. Like oh god, that's so weird. Like feedback every time you said anything. It didn't matter how loud you were talking. It was oh my god, it was bad. Oh oh jeez. Okay. It's okay now. I'm so glad I didn't have my headphones on doing my microphone because I probably would have yeeted them across the room. Oh my god, I bet. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is is Zimnus a fan of the blue eyes white dragon? I mean, look at his ship. And you yeah. know what? Yeah, probably. <laughs> God, Zimnus in the Kaiba jacket—that would be insane. Um, uh, blue eyes white dragon dick versus Ed Hardy party yacht dick. Uh, um. Okay, yeah. What would Ansem have? He or Ansem, seeker of darkness. He'd probably have like I don't know, like zombies. He'd be like a combination of uh, bones and um. Yami Bakura from uh, Battle City, I guess. It would all be like in really gaudy douchebag colors. Also that. And then, yeah, um, <laughs> Zimnus would be like a combination of Kaiba's blue eyes stuff, and I guess also maybe like machines. Right. Since it's a robot dragon. I don't know. There's That's that blue eyes shining dragon that came with the first movie. The only stuff at Yu-Gi-Oh! I've ever seen is what I watched with, uh, with Caitlyn when I first moved here. That's fair. Um, Max that we're going to have in the next episode is in is on a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. I think they're at, like, season three of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, but I'm, like, super behind. I'm still uh, in, like, the middle of season two, I think. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I need to catch up on basically everything. 
Um, anyway, though, next question. The Laser Dome. How cool was that shit? Pretty damn cool. I know, right? Like, damn. Um, we will eventually get to see what that looks like from the outside, and it's still badass. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Minor spoiler, I guess. I'm not giving the context, so don't worry. Um, yeah, no, that that's fucking cool. That's ridiculous. Especially, like, having to sit there and just mash both buttons so that, like, Sora and Riku will fucking, like, breakdance and block everything with their keyblades. Oh. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's wild. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Um, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 itself is not, isn't my favorite of the games, but that definitely ranks up there as far as boss fights. Nice. Uh, also, how the flip did they get out of the white dimension and into the normal realm of darkness? I don't know. The best I can figure is that that was like a little pocket dimension that Zimnus made for boss fights. So right. with him dead, I guess it just fell apart. Makes sense. Yeah. At least that's the best I can figure. Yeah. That's a good an a good as as good an answer as any. Yes, words. Flip the puppy's ears. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> moving on to Veer's first question. Did someone say the door to downloading the moon? Oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> Next question. You wouldn't download the moon. What kind of you? god? Someone asked that. I'm pretty sure. It wouldn't surprise. I don't know. I'm very not... disappointed if they didn't. Yeah, I'm, uh, we'll get to it if they did. I'm not going to scroll down. Uh, what kind of clothes do you think all the organization members wore under their cloaks? Or were Roxas, Riku, and Mickey just weirdos who wore multiple sets of clothes at the same time? Uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily know about everybody. I will 100% headcanon Dimmicks as only wearing his underwear under oh, yeah. his cloak because I feel like that guy's not going to put on more than he has to. Yeah, makes sense. Those clothes could be pretty heavy. <laughs> also that, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Zimnus probably had that. Z probably had his tribal zebra coat on under the regular one, just because. Fuck it. Or uh, like loincloth. <laughs> uh, Vexen a hundred percent had like a lab coat on under underneath. Uh, because science. Um, now I'm trying to think about everybody. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to take the time to figure out what everybody else had. Uh, yeah. Those are the ones that I'm going to say. <laughs> God damn it! Question three: What if Riku had egg? Then, yeah. then maybe he would yeet it out into space. Uh, one more from uh, from Flutterdark Cat. Why can't our Keyblade do this cool shit that we see um, uh, the lingering will do? But, oh, I had to. If find you need a, if you need a refresher, go back over into the answer report and. Uh, the picture where he was turning all of his keyblade into a whole bunch of cool stuff. Oh. Mm. Budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> there were budget cuts they had to make the keyblades less uh, less ridiculous, or less capable of doing cool things uh, in the time between whatever uh, Lingering Will had going on and Sora getting his keyblade. Yep. <laughs> there is... Like, it's never explicitly stated, but there is, I guess, canonically kind of an explanation, but I wouldn't really be able to give that without, like, giving away, you know, Lingering Will, or Lingering Will's whole deal, so I, I won't go into that for right now. Um, let me see, next was me and Flutterdark wrestling with you about uh, stuff being spoiler tagged. 
Yeah. Oh God. She was, or he was worried that I would be clicking on him, and that's when I had to tell him I don't click any of the spoiler questions until you tell me it's okay. Yeah. Uh, next is More Veer time. coming at us with another friggin' block of text in German. Hang on. Let me. Why do you make us do this, Veer? Let me pull up Google Translate. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, let me see if I can get my phone to say this out loud for us. Oh, no, it's not saying it out loud since I've got my headphones uh, Bluetooth to it. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to... You want to see if I can make mine do it? Go for it. Okay, hang on. Let me... Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I'm on a tablet. Okay, no, wait. It'll let me copy text. Okay. My, my, I usually don't do this on my tablet. That's why it's being a little weird. So that was German to English translation. Give me my fucking new tab, I said. <laughs> I read the translation while you're doing all of this. Holy shit. Okay, hang on. I'm going to... Give me give me just a second here. I think I got this here. God damn, okay, well, let me read it out loud. Sorry. I got, nah. the, I got the translation, though. No, it's because my tablet has to... I have to like, fiddle with my privacy settings to let it use my microphone or speaker, but I'm oh. not going to with that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got I we've got the translation. Okay, I wasn't expecting to ask another question so soon, but since she doesn't see, seem to understand German, I'll cut out the cryptic stuff. Steven, you and Nero need to start remembering what happened in that temple, or at least try to figure out how to break the curse. Cat is smart. Get her to help us. I'll try to I'll try to help as much as I can. <laughs> but I think she's starting to figure out how phones work, and we'll be screwed if she learns how to use Google Translate. Well, Thank I you. guess bad news. She figured out how to use Google Translate. Thanks for the vote of confidence, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just, I, I just, I know this has to be building to something, and I'm like, equal parts excited and frightened to I'm see what concerned. that is. I'm concerned. Yeah, fair. I'm doing, I'm um, doing an auto. <laughs> oh goodness, I need to try to get a good picture of his concerned face so that I can. Uh, make it a uh, an emoji. Good emote. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Deep Sea's next question. Do you ship Soriku? Oh. What? No. Oh. Okay. It like it got squeaky there for a second. I was like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I sometimes like it's I like to joke fun. about it. Sometimes I think it'd be funny, but nah. Like we know who you ship, Steven. Shut up. <laughs> You and my wife both, I swear to God. <laughs> okay, you know, uh, golfer. Sora and Riku, they have, they have a bromance. For yeah, that's that's basically it. I kinda like to like bromance ship Sora and Riku, I guess. Right. For context of what made me so mad a second ago, fucking <laughs> Julie, love of my life, likes to mess with me and she doesn't actually ship this, but she knows that it like minorly makes me or minorly makes me mad um she'll joke with me about shipping mickey and riku because i tend to be more on the train that mickey is his adopted father at this point <laughs> so she's like no they're not father and son they're lovers and she's got cat doing it now <laughs> i should post those screenshots of that conversation god i mean if you want to when this episode goes up i don't care i will it'll <sighs> be funny God, so yeah, there we go. I just know that or, I'm opening myself up. Trying to, to divorce that. Julie and end the podcast so he could be free of both of us. Yeah, but that wouldn't that wouldn't work. Y'all would just get to me through Grayson or some jazz. I'm sure of it. Plus, well, I still got to work with you for a while. Too, and you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Ow. 
Whatever you I did, hiccuped and it hurt. I hiccuped and it hurt a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. And we got a couple more. I don't know. My, well, my hiccups always hurt. It's weird. They always feel like I'm getting punched. Ooh. Get that look. Yeah. Out. I don't know. I mentioned it to my doctor at a, at, at a second one time, and he was just like, huh, weird. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <sighs> anyway, um, Aurora slash uh, formerly known as Casey did get in with a question. Uh, what was that? The 18th. What is today? Today's the 20th, so the that night before Thursday. last. That was Thursday when we were originally going to do the questions. <laughs> yeah, right. There we go. Uh, what do you think Sora's favorite color is? I don't know. I feel like I could see him going with red, but maybe that's just because he gets so heavily associated with it in his like character almost. design red and stuff. Yellow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't with this fucking name. It's egregious eggs. <laughs> Who is Up that? until now, known as Big Brother Ben. Um, will Sora's mom be a guest on future episodes? Man, that would be cool because like That'd Sora's be mom fun. was voiced by um was voiced by Kath Susie, right. who just in Kingdom Hearts also voices Sally and Shock. Well and Kath Susie is fucking she's a big VA anyway. Yeah, so like that'd be neat. Even if we had her like in character as Sora's mom, that'd be fucking cool. I would be right. all over that. But also, if we mean the character of Sora's mom, no, the game has forgotten that she exists entirely. Yeah. Um she has not been back in the series since Sora Dinner's Ready at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 1, and Sora's dad is briefly mentioned in one of the other games. That's it. <laughs> that this is the extent to which... <laughs> yeah, that is the extent to which all three of these kids have parents, except for we do see Kyrie's grandma in like those flashbacks from Kingdom Hearts 1, and we'll see her again. Uh, later on in another game, but They're like that's it. Kids. That's the other reason that I joke that uh, that I like to say that Mickey adopted Riku because, like, for all we know, he doesn't even have parents. Right. Just a gremlin living on an island. Little feral child. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, let me get back into uh, Twitter so that we can do plugs. Boop boop boop. There we go. Okay. Starting as always with Nero, uh, you can find well, you can find uh, us collectively at Disney Minus Pod. Um, but Nero is on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Um, they also have Prime Cuts Pod, the Twitter for um, the Transformers podcast called Prime Cuts that they are doing with Audrey, who is also on Pod of Greed, the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast that has uh, Max, who will be guesting with us next time. Anyway. Um, you can also find Nero at Heidelin Radio, which is the Twitter for uh, Radio Free Heidelin that they are doing with their friend Jane, covering Final Fantasy XIV. And then I almost read ours off again, because obviously. Uh, <laughs> God. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. Um, I also have Dad underscore Tastic, where I, I don't know, no promises. Or he keeps um, lying. <laughs> Um, it'll happen someday, maybe. Um, there's also, uh, at Resi Beats Pod, the Twitter for Resonant Beats, and actual play podcast that I'm on, playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined. This entire time I've been waving my arm around, and I don't know why, so I'm gonna stop doing that. <clears throat> no, Artichoke is asleep, and I've, Otto's awake, but just staring at the floor. Yes. Oh, wait, today's, fr we're recording this on Friday. Tomorrow morning is Saturday. 
So what are you doing on Sunday? We're getting one this week. <laughs> he has me so. <coughs> it's been that kind of right. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Usually on on those days, I'll post like right after we get done recording. So yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. So yeah. So that's it. Um. The next three episodes for uh, Reverse Rebirth that come out will be summaries of uh, Kingdom Hearts One, Sand of Memories, and then Kingdom Hearts Two. We're not going to do a summary for the VCast game because that only was one episode. If you want a summary, just listen to that one again. Also, the summaries, um, where uh, I can go ahead and just say it now, I guess, you know, where the normal episodes are me telling Kat about them. A week, okay. Other way around. We're going to see how much of this shit she has retained. I make no apologies for any commentary that may sneak in. I thought you were going to say you make no promises, but also that. Also, just in the context of Kingdom Hearts 1 and possibly Chain of Memories, Riku will still be referred to as a shit bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rude. I stopped doing it for this game. It was just the first two. That's true. That's true. He has experienced growth and has met with your approval. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, We're going to go ahead and shut off. Y'all have fun. Be good to each other. Fuck Disney. And I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. I'm going to go blow up a party yacht. That. Or a party dragon. I'm gonna blow up a party yacht with a party dragon. Oh, there we go. And then blow up the dragon. Secret ends from Report 12. Apart from Naminé, nobody's retained their memories of their time as humans, but Sora's nobody, Roxas, has lost his memories. This is likely because Sora's time as a Heartless was short. Having recovered his heart and returned to his human form soon after leaving behind Roxas is nobody. It would seem Roxas is much like Naminé. Naminé is Kairi's nobody, but came into being via Sora's body and soul. Likewise, Roxas is Sora's nobody, but was left behind because Sora's Heartless regained human form using Kairi's heart instead of his own. It may be that Sora's memories are slow to return because the half of him that Roxas is still lacking. I must convert Roxas into Data and return him to Sora. As a member of Organization 13, it was exceedingly difficult to bring Roxas in. Having lost to Roxas once, Riku laid everything on the line and used the power of darkness in their second battle, only just managing to bring Roxas back. But Organization 13 grows ever nearer. Here, Twilight Town, is where Roxas was reborn as a nobody. This is where Roxas first encountered Organization 13 and joined its ranks. They are bound to search this place thoroughly. First, I shall convert all of Twilight Town into data and construct a world duplicate in Sora's memories. I shall place Roxas within that world to live out his days and regain those memories. There is little time. The organization's schemes must be making steady progress as well. Secret Answer Report 11 
I was reunited with an old friend at Castle Oblivion, but was unable to disclose my identity. If he knew the situation, he would likely try to stop me from carrying out my revenge. As much as I would dearly love to converse with him as in the old days, that is now but a hopeless dream. My friend has been fighting in the realm of darkness. Most likely he found his way here through Traverse Town. Like Castle Oblivion, that village also rests in the cleft between light and dark. It consists of the remnants of worlds whose hearts have been stolen by the Heartless. It is where those who have barely escaped the destruction of their worlds eventually find themselves. This realm between is quite unstable, with corridors of darkness appearing from time to time. Whenever a world disappears, some of its inhabitants must arrive here through these corridors. Surely Sora traveled these same corridors of darkness when he first came to Traverse Town. It seems my friend, fighting in the realm of darkness, appeared in Castle Oblivion through a corridor of darkness constructed by Organization 15. My new ally, Riku, also affected his return via one of these corridors. He swore to me he would give his all for his best friend, Sora. In fact, Sora's memories have been slow to return. Thus, I have asked Riku to bring me another Sora, his nobody. Sora is indispensable if I am to achieve my goal. I require the Keyblade-wielding hero to fly through the realm of light and defeat Organization 15. Secret Anthem Report 13 Tomorrow Sora awakens. My long and drawn-out revenge is nearing its end. Xehanort, who took everything away from me. Though as a heartless, he is no more. As the leader of Organization 13, his ambition once again is to capture Kingdom Hearts, the most colossal heart of all. His heartless had attempted to draw out the great darkness of Kingdom Hearts, created from the hearts of all worlds. His nobody, however, is now almost finished gathering human hearts to be assimilated into Kingdom Hearts as well. The Fool. Only one mystery remains. How did Xehanort manage to open the door that appeared in the basement of my castle? No, any theory posited now, even when everything is nearing completion, would be meaningless. Roxas, Ansem, Naminé, they defy all logic, yet there they are, singular exceptions to the rule. The theories proposed by me and by Organization 13 have been blown to pieces by a handful of strong-hearted individuals. Sora, Kairi, Riku. Ah yes, Riku. Though his heart has its weaknesses, making it prone to darkness, he found support in the hope he discovered beyond suffering. This hope led him to stand his ground and turn the darkness in his heart from an enemy into his greatest weapon. When all this is over, it is my fervent hope that he will be able to return with Sora to his island. If I can, I should like to return to Radiant Garden, to look once more upon the beautiful water, lovely flowers, and the hopeful smiles of the people. Dear King, my friend, I believe that at some point in time you will come across these, my truthful accounts. How I wish I could have chatted with you again. I was a fool, obsessed with revenge. Forgive me.